Hey everybody, welcome back to Paper Play Action. I'm your host, Amani Brown. We're welcome here with our two fabulous co-hosts, Andre and Paul. Hello, hello. Howdy, howdy. Welcome back, what guys. You want up, I'm glad to be back, for sure. Oh, I'm, I'm trying rest. not to, man. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. <laughs> um, but this is the first episode that's going to have our new format that was mentioned, uh, for those of you guys that don't notice. Well, haven't known we put out an update the other day um saying that we would be trying out a new format so we're gonna give that a shot you pretty much go right through it you guys i'm assuming got a chance to look at well like at least some of the stuff on that little list that's sent for the docket i'm gonna be completely honest with you Where's i got home at 6 30 i took a nap and i went to get dinner and i got stuck in the rain at a ghetto sonic so i did not get to look at it just yet <laughs> Well, that's fine. We're gonna try. Oh, it is least. storming up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Where mm. we're at, it is currently coming down. So I don't blame you for that one. It's yeah. I got home like honestly just in time, and mm-hmm. right as uh, people mentioned it to me, it's just like, well, yeah, now it it's thundering, by. lightning, lightning. Mm. I probably shouldn't have said where we. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was worried about it. Um, <laughs> I could always be worried about it. <laughs> for the fun part. I could just censor it just because it'll be funny. I'll just put like a beep sound. <laughs> it's in the podcast it. now, so it's fine. People will slowly learn things about us. It's all good. There's so much sugar. Um, but uh, but yes, yes. As far as the docket is concerned, yes. Okay, so let's get into it, boys. Well, not the news, but our weeks. Um, who wants to, besides Paul, who's dying right now, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, Monty, you go first this time. All right, no problem with me. Um, first thing I probably should have did is pull up my stuff. This will only take a moment because my notes are right here. All right, so um, I guess I'll kick this off with something that's going to shock somebody so i finished mistborn oh you actually oh. read the, f- <laughs> read oh the book oh my god <laughs> and yeah. i still have wow <laughs> yeah mistborn's really good man like i told you bro it was right wow. up your alley oh man mistborn is he so did good. it Amani okay. read a book <laughs> so here's the deal when he when you said mm. that this guy was the magic system dude and you explained you understand it, now Oh my god, this, like, dude, the way this man does his systems, as far uh-huh. as stuff goes, makes me want to reevaluate, go, like, go back to some of my right? work where I have, like, stuff like that, and mess with it more. Like, I have plans for, like, ideas of video games and things like that, that I kind of want to just be like, you know, like, I have stuff in here that kind of, I just, because the deal is, is, like, I always love drawback mechanics in anything. <laughs> Mm. Like you, it's if it's a give or take, it's cool to me. So, in in Mistborn, um, they really love the idea of each metal does one thing, mm-hmm. and like for every reaction, he loves he loves Newton's law. 
loves Newton's law low-key. Mm. But he applies <laughs> that to, like, everything. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Checks because, and balances. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep them checking like, For every um, action, there's an equal but opposite reaction. Mm. So, um, when it comes to steel and iron, specifically, which... Now that I've gotten through it, I know exactly what, like, if I was to make a character in this, I know exactly which one I would use. And Paul, you might want, like, I would not actually be a Mistborn if I was to choose mm. a character to make. I would be a Misting specifically, and I would be Iron. I would want to be Iron. Iron sounds so interesting to me. Just to only have Iron and have someone fight yeah. with the idea of just pulling, only pulling. Sounds awesome. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know what a misting is and all that. Like I'm, uh, I think I'm 250 pages in. I haven't touched it in like three or four weeks. I've been reading Malazan and just busy and moving and all that. Uh, so I actually I gotta sit down and read it. But awesome. I could explain continue. it to you because it's not that bad. Um, yeah. Mistborn is anybody that has all of them. So you either have like an any right. Okay, there we Mistborn, go. Mistborn. Yeah, you can have all the medals or you can have one of them cannot have more than that it is it's one or the other you you if you can use more than one you can use all of them if you can use one of them you can only use one of them um so if you're a misborn all of them are possible to you misting just just the one that you're good at um iron and st- like they have the way they have it is like all the metals are, have complementary metals and um the deal is, is like for iron and steel are like the perfect example iron pulls steel pushes mm. like um and they're all they all have this kind of really nice circle about them so there's like the external metals which are metals that you use that you used against other people specifically mm. then there are the internal metals which are all about doing something to you and all the metals are push or pull like they have that aspect to them so steel and iron being push and pull tin and i think it's tin and brass mm. Tin and copper are the two, like, parallel internal metals for you, where it's, uh, you burn tin, you enhance your senses, you, uh, but you, like, you push, I think you push on tin to see things or to understand the world around you better. You're, like, pushing on something in yourself to, like, get a vibe of what's happening. You're pushing mm-hmm. on your senses. You pull on something inside, like, you pull on something inside of you for, um, copper to hide yourself. It allows you to mm. disappear. So, like, you don't go invisible, but the main deal with copper is that it allows people to not know you're around, essentially. Right. Mm. Your like, presence so, is concealed. It's not that your visage is concealed. Yeah. So, it's like, people could definitely see you, but, like, other... Because, like, a perfect example is brass. I think it's brass. <clears throat> okay. Brass lets you see iron... Like, other metal in the universe essentially mm. but that includes people using allomancy which is both a really weird name for this like i mm. think like i feel like allomancy is a strange name only because of the fact that it's like i don't feel like it covers like the name allomancy does not cover exactly <clears throat> what you are doing in this <laughs> mm. allomancy when i think of allomancy or at least for me personally when i think of allomancy i think of you are essentially um, using metals as magic, and it is the source of it. It is like what is you are using in in this universe in order to do certain things. But I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of think of Alamancy being more 
magnetic base, kind of like what Magneto does in general. <laughs> but when you hear like what these things do to mm-hmm. you, especially um, there's two metals in there, two of the two of the metals that they mentioned towards the not the end of the book, but towards the middle, because they slowly introduce you to each of them. You get some wild stuff. <laughs> and I'm not gonna spoil one of them, but I will spoil uh, like not spoil, but like talk about this one because uh-huh. this one's cool. Um, Atium is one of the metals that are in this. Each of them do something like soothers can like push on people's emotions, rioters can pull on some somebody's emotions. Like each of them have that little uh, like little bit about them where it's like okay, so now you're messing with somebody's emotions. Uh, now you're messing with something physical in the in the world. Uh, now you're messing with yourself, like your your body's like abilities. Like pewter, for instance, increases strength or whatever. Um, <clears throat> Atium does some wild stuff. Atium mm. does is it lets you see the future, just seconds of a person, just just seconds. It, it literally mm. gives you a shadow image of what someone's about to do to you. Mm. You want to know how you counter Atium? You eat Atium yourself, and then that shadow image that they have of you about to do whatever you're gonna do turns into like a fluster of a bunch of other shadow images. <laughs> so okay. yeah, so that's like it's how you counter. It. It's like how do you counter someone that can see every move you're gonna do? You make it unpredictable because now you know every move they're gonna do, and because of that, the epis- the possibilities of things you could do becomes like it explodes, and so you get all of these shadows going about essentially. <laughs> that sounds wild. And it's I need it's. To finish this. <laughs> Like, the stuff that they start to do towards, like, as the book goes on and how some of the metals work, I'm like, oh, I freaking love these systems. These are systems on top of systems. And each of them have their own little thing. So Pewter and Atium, for instance, burn. Like, Pewter's the one that gives you, like, enhanced strength and stuff. Those things burn fast. Like, those things can be gone extremely fast. But Pewter can allow you to live <clears throat> through mortal wounds. If you have enough of it, you can you could tank... Like, you could tank an arrow to, like, your side and, like, live for a couple days on just pewter if you consistently can have it. But pewter mm. can will burn th- you will burn through it. And, like, the moment, like, you run out, if you haven't been properly treated, you'll just collapse. You could collapse mm. and die. And it's, like, pewter is one of those things where it's, like, okay, that's kind of... You just low-key turn into Colossus almost. <laughs> I kind of mm. feel it. <laughs> it was, like... But uh, I definitely like the idea of iron. And, Andre, you would like iron specifically... Because it's one, it's just snatch. It's just Nero snatch from Devil May Cry. But the other thing okay. is, it acts like a tether, and like mm. they use steel to fly. They use a combination of both to fly in that. But like okay. the pushing and pulling. So yeah, they the use the pushing and pulling. Yeah. I like the idea of pulling so much because the way pulling is treated in some instances is if you pull on something heavier than you, you go towards it. If you pull mm-hmm. on something lighter than you, it will come towards you. And if you pull on something that is like of equal strength or like weight it'll stabilize like you won't do anything with it but mm. because of that it can be used as a tether <laughs> which means if i'm just thinking the same way i'm thinking it's time mm. to start swinging through the city my guy mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah okay okay pull mm-hmm. is pull is the way to go i like i like i like the combat <laughs> of pulling <Yeah. laughs> I'm really I, as soon as you said tether, I was just like, all right, how do I visualize myself <laughs> doing what I know I'm going to be doing with that? In fact, um, you mentioned the scene because it's not actually web swinging. I can say I'm doing nope. <laughs> but uh, what uh, Paul mentioned one time is it mentions this entire scene in which 
uh, one of the main characters, Kelsier, who I will say this, Paul, one of my favorite characters in that book, easily. Kelsier, <laughs> and there's another one, Saison. Oh, he's badass. Saison? Who? I, you haven't, I don't know if you've met Saison yet, but when you meet Saison... He's not the butler that trains her. He is the butler. Saison's ah, dope. okay, yes, I have. <laughs> Saison's yeah, he awesome. seemed like he'd be a badass. <laughs> He's like, but Sasa and Calcifer are sick. <laughs> Vin is cool too. I like her, but like, she's clearly like coming up. Calcifer <laughs> mm. is a badass from the start. Like the book to give you an idea of uh, Andre how cool Calcifer is. Calcifer yeah. is not the person we Kelsior. start. Like Calcifer is the person we start the book on. We start the book on Calcifer, not Vin, but Calcifer. <laughs> and is we Calcifer get... or Kelsior? I can't remember his name. I think it's Calcifer. Yeah, Kelsier. Mmm. Yeah, That's a storm, baby. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either it's way, they call him Cal. That's his mm-hmm. nickname. Oh, Cal is Cal's his nickname. So I'll go with Cal if we refer to him. Yeah. Um, but the deal is, is like, it's him freeing Ska from a mas- from their master, and that's how it opens. It it's him showing up as a Ska because Skaws are kind of treated as they're slaves. They're just slaves. They're slaves. They're lower class citizens that people are like. It's a scar. They can't. They can't. Th- it's literally slavery, <laughs> like American slavery, where it's just like, ah, oh, they can't think like us. Like they and just don't. It's basically if a Sauron won Lord of the Rings. So like, imagine um, everybody's enslaved. Like that's that's what the scar. Are. Yeah. yeah. Scar or like all the people that are just yeah. bottom tier, and then you have the nobility, um, that is above them and just owns them and does things. Mm. Um. And we start off with Calcifer just showing up and being like, oh, that's a cool plantation. Real nice. I'm going to destroy it. <laughs> and you guys are going to go free. But, you know. And everybody's like, please don't cause any trouble. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry. And then they, he hears, like, someone gets kidnapped or is essentially, because one of the deals about, <laughs> one of the deals about if you um, are a nobility, you can take Scar women to bed, but you must kill them after you're done. It's just something that they have to do. It's a rule. And so uh, that happens. They they go to take somebody, and uh, Kalsifer's like, "Well, I mean, I guess it's time for me to flex my muscles. Let me just go. Uh, let me just go free this entire plantation that's full of guards. Like, we're just gonna run into that. Yeah. Run up in the house and take yeah. them all out and bounce and, yeah. and just leave. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. And um, the scene Paul that's mentioned exactly. last time. This was mentioned of him going through he's literally they discuss him breaking down an entire like fort like fort it's essentially he breaks into a fort and dismantles it from within by himself mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah this is this so this character we start the book on but he's not actually the main character no right 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 and he's right. basically gandalf and then is frodo if that kind of makes sense she um it's definitely he's the master mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, he's the one that teaches I'm doing me. something very similar. It started with him. It was beautiful that it started there. Bad, bad, and bad. I, I would actually say, like, for this first book... No, Vin is the main character of the series. I will easily say this. But for this first book, I would actually argue that the both of them are main characters. Mm-hmm. Are the main characters of this book. Because you mm-hmm. bounce back and forth between Calcifer and Vin extremely often. Like, it is, it's wild how often we bounce back and forth between them. You spend mm-hmm. a very decent amount of time with Vin, but that's just because she's the one that knows the least about the story. So, when you need mm-hmm. to explain things, you explain it to Vin, because she knows mm-hmm. the least about everything in this world. So, like, when it's gotcha. like, oh, how do you learn about Alamancy and everything like that? He was like, well, you're not going to learn it through Calcifer. Well, 
not from his perspective because he already knows it but you'll learn it through Vin because she doesn't right <laughs> so it works out that way right. that's interesting with what I'm doing is uh, you you start my series with a character who you think is the main character and then you find out he's not the main character there's someone else who's the main character and so then after a while they're both the main character mm. but you're saying that one isn't is the main character and then one just stops being the main character and now Vin is yeah so Calcifer at some point just kind of <clears throat> stops being a main character like because the book series it's a series so as like the story goes on throughout the series oh right right right, right 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 there are more yeah. books in the series Vin ah. is Vin is the main character of the series but it, I would I could make an argument for that this book uh, they both are the main characters of this book in particular because we yeah. swap back and forth between them so often. Yeah. Oh, and uh, let me send it to you. Where's my phone? Where the hell? Oh, there it is. I wanted to. I took a picture. I think I forgot to send it, but I took a picture of one of the other upcoming books, and it's the one where Vin actually has the sword on her. Mm -hmm. And I wanted you guys to see that. That was oh, like. Oh, okay. So here's the deal, Paul. I had actually had a nerd moment. I had a super mm -hmm. nerd moment. Because and it's wild because it's wild to have a nerd moment for a thing you aren't inherently a fan of yet technically, <laughs> because right. you like the coloss are mentioned in this. They don't show up at all. I'm gonna just say that right, right. now. The coloss don't show up at all, but they talk about them for a moment, and I'm like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> I still haven't gotten there, man. I need to get there. And that's what I'm saying. Like you're fine. Like I'm saying, like they literally talk about them for a moment. They do not show up. They never show up. But they talk about them for literally a split second. They're coming. And because yeah. you told me about like that being a thing, I'm just over here losing it for a thing. I'm technically like, I, I like Mistborn. I will be continuing it. I'm definitely a fan of it after finishing this book. And it's a quick read, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even for a person who like doesn't read like a lot of model, or models, if it, it flows a really lot of well. novels, like it flows. The action scenes are told very well, especially mm -hmm. because of the fact like you have to tell it through the fact of the system, so. Once you understand the system, he can say, you can understand what's about to happen mm -hmm. by some of the words. So it's like, oh, he burns Peter. I'm like, all right, he about to tank something. He about to punch somebody through a wall or some right, crazy yeah. stuff. Or he burns iron. He's like, okay, he's about to pull something. So whatever is about to happen, he's going to be pulling. Like, it kind of mm -hmm. gives you an idea of what he's about yeah. to be doing before you mm -hmm. actually see it. So it Ooh. gives you an idea of, like, essentially what... It, it kind of prepares your mind for whatever it is he's about, like, what's about to be happening. Yeah. So. That builds excitement, man. Wow. He, I was going to say, and I'm not even done with the book yet, the way he presents it, like Amani said, is like, Calcifer is the, um, the expert, so you get a glimpse of the powers early on in the beginning of the book, then you get him infiltrating this place, and you literally get it in action. You're like, what the fuck is happening? You know, it's like, he does this, he does this, he does this, and you're like, okay. And then you get to Vin as she learns it, and so you as the reader get to learn everything that just happened as well, and it's like, oh. It's wow. very, very well planned out. It's like Brandon Sanderson, if he made video games, he'd be an expert. Oh, for too. real. Mm. That's one of the number one things he made me think about because I do think about these kind of things, obviously, because I have the video game mind myself. I just, I get it. But, um, tears for villains are important in this. And mm. because of the fact that it's like, you have normal people that can fight. Like, you have normal soldiers that have metal and stuff like that. And it's like, pff, why even bother? If you see a Mistborn, I, you shouldn't have tried. <laughs> if you, like, on, honest truth, 
if you walk up and you are a normal soldier using like a sword and mm-hmm. a metal shield and have metal armor on you don't why, if you see a mistborn don't even bother don't bother if you see a misting don't bother <laughs> don't bother it's just such a bad time for you but then they have these guys called haze killers who wear nothing but wood they have like they have wood armor wood shields yeah. they have a uh, like a cane or like a dueling cane that's specifically made out of wood. They are meant to fight people like mystics. And this is the fucking ASMR stream. <laughs> He's like they're they're like this they're like when they enter the scene, it's like, oh okay. That's that's a bold new problem that requires bold solutions. <laughs> like you get to that part where you're just like okay. They have nothing but wood it changes the game a little bit. How are we dealing with this? <laughs> and they're trained to fight you guys a little bit? And then you have the Inquisitors, which... The terrifying motherfuckers with spikes in their eyes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, they are Whoa. terrifying. It's such a cool design, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it, they make the... Yes, they are literally... They are basically Mistborns that kind of just are tanks. Like, they, they just destroy... Like, Calcifer, with all of his might is like, yo, we don't fight Inquisitors. Just just don't. <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> it's just not worth it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. He is the character yeah. that is a bad... Like, he it is very clear that Calcifer is a... Or Cal is a step above most mispoints. Like, he's a step above most people that can use this. And he's just like, nope. Just don't even don't mess yeah. with them. Like, like if I remember correctly, <laughs> Drake, they're uh, the Inquisitors. Like they have nails jammed through their eyes. Like that's like their eyeballs now. It's like these giant nails, nails. and then mm-hmm. they just run at you and kill you. And I haven't even, like I said, haven't finished oh it yet. God. But I know they, I don't want them to show up, and I feel like they do towards the end. Oh, they they. I mean, they do. This. The best oh way to describe God. the story of this book is the story of this book is them dealing with... I mean, it's called the Final Empire as its thing. It's them dealing with the Final Empire. And since that they are kind of the most powerful things outside of... And I'm not going to say it because I don't know if you've gotten far enough. But I, there's one other thing that's stronger than them. And I'm just going to be like, all right, that's that's fair. But like, Not the Colossus, right? Wait, what? Say it again. Not stronger than the Coloss, right? Oh, no, no, no. But there's one other thing then that's stronger than the Inquisitors, specifically. Like like I said, the Coloss don't show up. They never show up. They're mentioned once. And they're like, hey, stay away from them. <laughs> like, for real, for real, stay away from them. But they don't, they never show up in the story. Which is fair, because they're, they basically tell you these things exist somewhere else and never mm-hmm. talk about them again. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's smart. Because the fact that, like, they show up, we obviously, we know on this podcast, we know, because you've mentioned it, Paul, that the Colossus show up at another point. We don't know when, but they got to, because Vin has the sword. She's like, it's like her iconic weapon. <laughs> so they gotta show up again. We just don't know when, where, how. We don't even know what they look like. We just know that they're a problem. <laughs> that just exists. So as far as world building goes, I'm like, bravo, at talking about a thing books before it's even mentioned or actually shows up. And it's not like a, a real focal point. It's just like okay, that's cool. <clears throat> but uh, uh Miss Ford for sure. Highly recommend. Give me a second, guys. Just keep talking. Okay. Gonna, if I have to cut at it and dip out, it's because the rain. I'll be back. 
Okay. But, um, Miss One, highly recommend. Awesome. Sick. Amazing. Like, honestly, Andre, go check it out. I'm, 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 I'm doing the thing I do. I'm making a mistake. <laughs> I, I'm getting really interested in something. And because mm-hmm. I'm impatient, I, I Google it yeah, and I so start reading I know about for it. For a fact <laughs> that you guys can hear the rain, right? Oh, I can uh, hear bro, it. It's yeah. It's dipping in. It, it's dripping in through the uh, the the thing up on the ceiling that leads to the generator, and I thought it was dripping in here. So, okay. Because that would have been. Bad. I don't think I have a leak. I think I'm fine, but I also think you guys should continue without me, and I'm gonna move into the living room. Good. <laughs> We're back. We're back, baby. Paper play action is back. We had some technical difficulties, and I almost died, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. Oh, that. <laughs> God, that was great. Paul was almost struck by lightning, oh. or at the very least. It literally hit right outside the garage door. I shit you not. I cannot believe what happened. <laughs> Bro, like I was sitting here talking to you guys, looking out at the storm, and I just saw that sh- like that flash, and I heard that, zzz, and it blew. You guys are gonna have to look for what are the eyes? Oh, marks later. Like what did I do, dude? Oh, we had to stop recording so I wouldn't lose everything. All right, let's uh, let's keep going. We were talking about Mistborn. Yeah. Big recommends to Mistborn. Mistborn is great. Go check it out. It's awesome. You love magic and how it... And really extensive world building. Like, he does a really good job at world building. Um, you'll enjoy this. He's like, your enemies have just as many, like, variations as your heroes. And uh, Mistings are Mistings are cool. Mistings are cool. I would totally do, uh, like, a noble Misting. That's what I would do. If I was to make a character in that. I like to do things like that just to randomly be like, oh, that's a cool world. Let's make let's make a character that's unintrusive mm. into the world just because it'd be fun to do as a thing. Just a little writing exercise. I, I, I do it all I'm the time. I say this. I, I, no, do I feel that, but I, I, I want to I want to I want people to feel the glare <laughs> of <through> the microphone <laughs> for those that make characters that don't fit at all. <laughs> They're so cringy. Why do you do this? <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> yeah. For you fan... F- all right, listen. Listen. The, everyone <laughs> in this podcast writes. Okay, guys? So, um, this is an opinion coming from a writer. I love and hate Fan fiction. I feel and I, I feel think bad. all fan fiction is awful. <laughs> but I think all fan fiction. Nope. Okay, can't go down there. I was going to try to be nice. I think lots of fan fiction are good. Great, even. But then there are those that Amani is talking about. These, these are the same people, people who make these characters that don't fit into these worlds that they so love because they just want them in that world. They just want their character. I just want my baby. (laughs) Are the same fanfic writers that I'm thinking about. And I can't stand you people. (laughs) I can't stand you. I can't stand you. (laughs) 
You I'm give people it. that want to do cool things a bad name. <laughs> you are the reason why we have less things in this world that are open to the public. Like less, less, less IPs that are free for use. You guys. You guys are the reason why. I'm like, all you gotta do is not make something cringy, bro. Bless you, That's all you gotta do. Bless you, though. Just don't make something cringy. Like, just just best. make something good. Every every person on the planet can write something competent, but that doesn't mean it's good. Everyone can write something competent. That is without a doubt. And as long as you can write something competent, you can then write something good. But if you don't practice... You're going to continue writing just competent things. Or at worst, at worst rather, bad things. Oh, God. Please you don't gotta, be competent. If you're going to if you're gonna adapt anything or try to put something into an already existing franchise or something of that nature, just take the time to look at the stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at the rules of that world and then be like, okay, we'll do it accordingly. Please. <laughs> Everyone while reading Please. a great book or watching a great movie or playing a great game wants to imagine their character, just their personal baby, in that world. And that's cool. You should do that. But like Amani said, by the law of the universe, I command you people to make these characters work in the worlds in which you want them to be. I command you. Like, I'm sick of, oh my god, dudes, dudes, the My Hero Academia Discord servers that I used to join, the, oh, the RPing Discord servers, yeah, you want to you wanna roleplay, okay, and all these people have, all these groups, all these servers have different rules and different, like, like oh my god, just, and, and these, because people can't follow the rules, <laughs> man, people can't follow the rules of the universe. I don't get it, dude. I don't get I did it. A, I'm not gonna go super deep into mine because, like, for for my hero, I actually did was like, you know what? I love to des- because I love designing. So I don't design superheroes mm. enough. Despite my love of them, I literally do not design superheroes enough. Oh, that's all. So I when do, my man. hero comes around and I'm like, I'll, I'll take my time and design a superhero. Why not? I freaking love comic books, and my hero is kind of like my personal baby in my chest right now. Like, I love it. It's doing so many good things. Mm. I'll, I'll take the time. Let's just see what I can come up with. Mine, I decided, and I'm not going to go too deep because I actually might use the power for later, like for a, an actual thing I want to do as opposed to like some. It's not. It's Can't give the idea away. Hero. Can't give the idea yeah. away. Trust me. And listen, listen, now, before you even say anything, I want you to realize someone out there has this mm. idea. So mm. do, like, someone out there in this grandness of the universe, of the world, has this idea as well. Do something with this idea soon. Don't just sit on it. Don't wait for that person to also, or to go out there and do it first, and then you do your thing and not know about their thing, and people who know about their thing say that you copied their thing when it was also your thing. Yeah. Don't let that happen, because that's just the I won't. 
I won't give away the mechanics or any of that, but I will tell you this because this is what allows it to be interesting. Mm-hmm. When I look at my hero, I look at my hero and I go like, okay, how do you want this power to work? He's like, because the way quirks work is that it's usually you get a thing and you have a variation of how powerful or strong it is, but like it's usually you're really good at the one thing. Yeah. It's like Deku's kind of the exception on that, but like. Oh, it is God. usually you got the one thing and then it bounces back and forth as to how strong and it's more so a matter of how well do you understand your ability your, yeah exactly how so well can you be creative when with I you? did mine I was like okay let's if we're doing a My Hero character we're assuming that they're going to be in the Hero Academy mm-hmm. which means you need a quirk that you can grow with mm-hmm. so look at it so look at an ability that you could misunderstand initially because the way I wanted to be is like oh like like you have a character that's like oh yeah I, I understand my thing complete 100% and then you go through the training and everything that happened in the school and it gets you to go like okay maybe you don't understand everything about mm-hmm. this maybe you might need to look at this a little bit better mm-hmm. and what I chose as its ability well quote unquote ability because I won't say the whole thing is strange matter okay and just because I won't go into any more detail, but I chose strange matter as its basis mm-hmm. to be like, okay, strange matter is something that, if you're familiar with it, you <clears throat> literally just don't fully understand what it does. You just don't. And yeah. so when you have a kid that's like, oh, I can do this, this, and this, and you're like, eh, that's pretty much it. I don't know what else I could do. And then you start throwing like random chemistry into the mix. Like just someone throws random chemistry into the mix. It's like, oh, look at that. Now you're doing things that you didn't know you could do because you didn't bother to do anything else. <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah. And so then it allows that character to go like, okay, cool. Grow. Grow with the rest of the cast as they figure out more about their abilities and what they can do. And that's how I designed mine. It still fits in the world. doesn't do anything too crazy. It's just like, yeah, you had like a, your mm. ability involves strange matter. What do you understand about strange matter? Nothing? <laughs> just ba- You just got the basics of like, oh, you were able to just do this and this because you, cool. Do something cool with it. And that's, that's that's my best thing to to, to say to yeah. you guys. It's just like, just just try to design something that that goes with it. Don't try to be the coolest character in the thing. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. It never works. <laughs> <laughs> you can you will never your character will never be, or ever ever be cooler than the people that already exist in the story. <laughs> that's it. Just won't listen, Amani. This is why I'm having such a hard time with my game. Because I'm writing this story, but I already know it. The whole thing, like the whole series, it's in my database of a brain, bro. And so I'm like, like I'm listening to what you guys, like your ideas and what you want to do for your characters. I'm like, all right, how do I fit this into a universe that they rightly want to fill in and be badass in? But and and don't know because this isn't like <laughs> D and D. This isn't like yeah. like Star Wars where there's there's material that I can go watch and read and consume and like create a world around that or not around it in it. Mm-hmm. And like like Wolf <clears throat> wants to be what Wolf wants to be connected to. He doesn't understand that I understand. That in order for him to be connected to that thing, he can no longer be a player. Because he is now, a, he, he's literally, dude, 
he might as well be the granddaughter of God. I, 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 I can't allow that. I can't, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't let... Hey, when is your, uh, when is your uh, name? See, I don't know. <laughs> the honest, like, he's, well, you he's still trying details. to design his, but on top no. of that, it's also, like, after mine. <laughs> it is after his, after but... Well, send me the details in a mile. I'll hit you up about uh, the possible side character. I will absolutely send you the details because I'd say I don't know, but literally today, it's funny because yesterday we were just talking about my hero and I was wearing my blue plus ultra shirt. And now we're talking about D&D and the like uh, tabletop RPGs. And I'm wearing my D&D Demogorgon shirt as we speak. It is perfect. Um, But... I have a short story called Casigula, and I'm expanding on the story. Mm. The story is done, and I'm going to be posting okay. it onto the very website that I shared with Amani. And Amani, I have read your. Um, I've gotten halfway through my second read of okay. your short story, and I'm 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 going to let you know right now. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, there's definitely a lot of work we can do with it if you want to workshop it together. Because you're sent. This is not the place for it. Place for it. Anyways. So, wait. Which story? The one, same one I sent. Well, not the same one. I no. I did send it to you. I sent it to you, but you read the second one that I wasn't gonna do yet. So, ah, okay. Well, how about, how about this? Can we all workshop it, and I'll do it for free and not charge you? I mean, yes. Yes. Charge your friend. <laughs> you know. Because honestly, Amani, it needs work, but it was good. Like, I still have the script right here. I, once in a while, actually sit down and start making changes with my pen because it feels like I'm mm. doing shit. So, yeah. There's an idea there, but anyway. <laughs> I don't know why that energy just came out. He was like, yes. Whoa. <laughs> but we should workshop, and I wanted to succeed because I think, and this is not the place for it, but we're going to do it anyways. Dre, I don't think it should be written in the way it's written. I think it needs to be written like a oh, classic no. Yes, Not a classic, yes, like a model, we, you know. We will get it needs to, more yes, detail. We'll get to these things. We, okay. have, we absolutely will. Um, but as I was saying, Casigula will be the, the story in which, or the universe in which I set the game that we will play, that I will, I will DM for you guys, and that you guys mm. will fill in. And that is a perfect landscape. It's a short story, so it's not too long. All of you will be able to read it and get the proper introduction to the universe. I'm already expanding yeah. it as I was doing while writing the damn thing. That's what you do as a writer. You start getting crazy ideas <laughs> as you're doing it. For real. Um, yeah. Bro, I, that's uh, why That's why it's so important to, you don't just, I had to learn this. Oh my God, I had to learn this. You get all your ideas. You get your best ideas when you are writing. You get ideas when you're not writing. You go to the stars when you're not writing. But when you are writing, your best ideas will actually come. The idea, like you will already yeah. get an idea yeah. for something that will require you to change something that you've already written. But it's better. So you should put in the work to go with that because that's a cool idea. And we deserve, as readers, your audience, who you want us to engage with, to read that. Mm-hmm. That is my little spiel <laughs> on that. Yes. That's fair. But um, I guess for the rest of my week, I have um, two things I'm doing a preview on. Um, I won't actually. I'm saying I'm gonna basically say that I'm reading them, mm-hmm. 
but I haven't gotten far enough in them to give a proper opinion, full recommendation. Mm. But I want to put the names out there at the very least. So that way, when, next time I bring them up, it's like, okay, tell me more about this. But I'm reading a webtoon called Dice right now. Okay. It's pretty long. It's pretty long. But I'm, I'm not going to get to the end of it before I actually start talking about it. But I want to get further than I currently am before I actually be like, all right, this is this is looking pretty pretty clean. You should guys go check it out or anything. I'm reading Dice. And the other thing I'm reading is a, another independent um, story that I actually went and bought because I was hearing good things mm. about it and just decided to. was like, you know, screw it. I have a little bit of disposable income. I'm going to go buy exogenesis now Mm. i don't know if this has come up before but this is a uh black made manga like essentially like a an american style manga made Mm. specifically with like black anime character like it's it goes out of its way to be like you know what yeah we're we're a black owned company We're, we're gonna do really cool designs if you honestly real talk look up the main character and i'll be like you'll understand immediately you're like that's actually a pretty cool anime black character <laughs> design <laughs> exogenesis it is uh, spelled well it's exo but genesis is spelled um g-e-n-a-s-y-s bro I've heard of this somewhere and I cannot remember where yeah actually that was the deal oh that guy's badass yeah. he looks like he's ripped straight out of cyberpunk though I mean that's kind of the deal like it but so far it's like it has like this megalobox kind of feel going on with the world. Bro, there's a show of it. Again. Yeah, they're trying to do a show. Exogenesis. Uh, G-E-N-A-S-Y-S. Right. I like this. But just so you can get the idea of like what it looks like. It's like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty clean. It's pretty clean looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they are working on a currently an anime, but I just decided to go read the graphic novel that they got, which I, I'm excited about. Um, they're published by Noir Caesar, so they're not going to be able to find it on any normal, um, like, conventional means of finding manga and anime. Mm. But, like, uh, I'll talk about it more later, but, like, these are two that I'm like, alright, this is, this is clean. Uh, let me get a little bit further before I actually start talking about it yet, though. Very nice. I but, cannot uh, find one. it. <laughs> well, let me see if I can find Literally. Let me see if I can find a uh, find something for you. In Google, scene. why don't you want me to look at this? Oh my god, <clears throat> you would enjoy it too. That's the sad part. <laughs> what is the problem here? Genesis. There it is. Yeah, I just need to first cut like the. Image. Gracias. Yeah. Where's Discord? Oh yeah, you're right over there. The Ace. Upload. Alright, there you go. Oh. Yes. Okay. No, this is dope looking. <laughs> there you go. All it's right. got really good art so far. Yeah, man. All right, um, sick. I will definitely give give that a shot. But lastly on my list, mm-hmm. um. I decided to to do a little deep dive into something I really shouldn't have because it just it just honestly pisses me off. <laughs> oh. Um, but it is called uh, Xena fixes art. 
which some of you might have already heard of her. Some of you might have not already heard of her. Um, Zena there's, fixes art. So, his. All right, guys, prepare for this. I might actually have to go into a little bit of a rant. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear you trying your best not <laughs> to go into this rant. Brother, <laughs> just do it. Okay. Let it go. Just dive so in. So, here's the deal. Release. Yes. There is a subculture on Twitter and DeviantArt and many other places that feel the need for <clears throat> diversity. And as much as I support diversity in a lot of things, don't get yes. me wrong, I love diversity Yes. in a lot of stuff. Yes. But you cannot fix other people's art by A, Zena, here's the deal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out. Art is subjective. Art is subjective. Mm-hmm. Beauty is in the eye of be- the beholder. That is that's that's the general truth. Yes. I am not a perfect drawer or a sketch artist. I can't paint worth crap. <laughs> but <laughs> even I, who understands the idea that it is subjective, mm-hmm. art is subjective, can tell you right now. Xena fixes art. Her art is shit, bro. (laughs) Her art is garbage. (laughs) Like, oh man, I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see this. How do you spell it? Oh, here we go. Okay, you found it already. (laughs) Um, the deal with her stuff. She, she is against fat phobia, which I'm like, you know, fair enough. I get that. Wait, who's Zena, against fat Zena phobia? How dare she's they? against fat phobia and wants there to be more, um, I guess, realistic depictions of women and things like that in media. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. I have no problem with that. She's like, we'll draw characters fat or whatever. But to go around, one, your art is crap. I just have to say this. It's it's really bad. It bothers me. Like, actually looking at it, like, you see the characters that she's trying to draw, and then you see what she's looking, like, what her actual art looks like, and you're like, oh my, oh my god. (laughs) It's not even... uh, Drawing thin characters as fat phobic? Yeah. Question mark? So, what's her name exactly? So, she draws draws characters who aren't... mm -hmm. Okay. And gives them dark skin uh, and says, "Don't be afraid of doing this." And a part of me uh, also kind of goes like, "What is the artist's uh, name?" It's Z E E Y N A. Fixes art. Um. Oh, Xenia. But the deal. Wait. Say say again. Z E E Y N A. Yeah. That's it. Um, but the deal with her stuff in a lot of cases, oh, and there are other no. people that do this too. That's the thing that bothers me about it. Is it Zina Hadid? Or but it is. It is just one of those things where it's like, one. This is a character that people put time and effort into. You are not fixing it by making it fat, or making it in, or changing. Like, don't get me wrong. I like doing gender bends and. Um, race bends on characters they're cool to look at sometimes but don't act like you are like making it better 
mm-hmm. by doing that. That's like the worst thing. That's like the worst mentality ever on it. <laughs> can, can you send a link, please? I, I don't <laughs> see it. Again. Bro, I typed it in. Yo, same. Same. <laughs> All right, listen. Listen. You the too? Last, no, no, no. That, that was the last time. The last time I was trying to find Exogenesis. You found it. I couldn't find it. I can find Xenofix's art. You can't find it. Amani, I don't know what you're trying to do to us, man. But <laughs> they're losing it. <laughs> Stop trying to be with me, man. I'm so sorry. I will say this. Xenofix's art. You can actually type it into Google and find it. Why are you guys struggling? <laughs> I found it. I, I, I found it. Okay. So it's I don't know if her art is still up, but... Then why did you spell just Xena? I mean... Xena fixes I, I've art. said Xena fixes art multiple times. Xena no, you gotta spell her art. name because, like, I, I'm gonna spell it the way I think it's gonna be spelled. Yeah, like, so the Xena name... Where's the Y coming from? There's a Y I'm in not her gonna, name. I'm, look, bro, I'm not gonna judge her name. The problem is the art. <laughs> That's fine. That's you're right. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, her her name is Xena Fatphobics on uh, Hate Fatphobics on on Twitter. Yes. Is that it? She's most co- like she's most known for one of her drawings of. Oh, Uraka. okay. I, I, my- I I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be quiet because our our podcast is gonna get shut down by people that. Have <laughs> Cancel culture! But my my. Hey, so I'm just I'm gonna post something into the Discord. Damn you! My problem with this is that you can't. (laughs) He's typing away. (laughs) (laughs) He's typing away, bro. (laughs) But my problem with this is you're not. You can't fix people's art. Oh god! By doing this, also. Some of the things that you are actually saying by doing this, the keyboard is smoking. what you're saying. There, read that. Smoking. Yes, yes. You can. Oh God. Right. You wake me. I'm alive, alive, bro. I didn't know I was looking at fucking fairy tales, but that's where we'll end it. <laughs> you can hear the anger <laughs> in the typing. This art sucks. <laughs> But more so, what it is is that what oh, makes me mad about it. Continue. So mad about it is like you cannot fix people's art by doing that. That's not fixing art. What That's is this? Fixed. She fixed JoJo characters. <laughs> what the fuck is this fat monster? Bro, just type in Xena fixes I guess art and go down. to Google Images. You'll see. Are you saying what? that's all her art? When I click images? Yes. No, no. This. A lot of this is her. Oh art. my no, god, this, dude. No. Fix Trish? Why did you fix Trish? What the fuck? But Trish is Japanese. That was the bro. other thing about this <laughs> is that it's like, oh, it's like all these people are white and everything like that. And I'm, I'm like, part of me is like, I'm looking at some of the anime characters and being like, they're Asian. They're first anime of all, characters. Not, like, just for those that don't know, any white quote unquote character in anime is not white. They're Asian unless specifically said Japanese otherwise. unless they come up with like. <laughs> Dude, unless oh, they have no. blue eyes, blonde, like, shaved hair, and they talk in a specifically if they German, go out of their God. way to be like, yo, this is go a to urban, race. go to Urban Dictionary and, and type in Z fixes art. That'll do it too. Oh God, <laughs> she is hated. But what it is is, I decided to do a deep dive just to see because I've heard about it multiple times and things like that, and I'm just like, I would oh like man, I just just hear her side. I gotta talk actually. about this because it's one of those things where it's just like, as someone that likes to draw and things of that nature, I'm like Jesus. 
Stop. In fact, one of the arts that she fixed, one of the arts she came after was a commission of a real person by one of the artists by, I think it was uh, Creeps, Creep Shows, or I, I can't remember what the exact artist's name was. But the idea is it was a commission of a person and you fixed it, quote unquote. Whoa. And I'm like, that's a real person. Whoa. You can't fix that <laughs> yo, Wait, yo <laughs> being chill a drawing or not <laughs> chill. Bro, listen can, can i say chill something i i really don't like when people go and do this stuff and they're like oh we fixed it what did you fix this was a, this was a person's imagination imagination is stylized exactly. it is hyper realistic it is it is supposed to be idealistic it's not real the real world is where yeah Okay, we had some heavier set people. Guess what? That's okay. You could do a drawing. It's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But like fixing a drawing of some, like here's uh here's the uh, what's your name Miko I think from uh, yeah. My Hero, right? Who now is heavy set, bro? I'm sorry. I say this with love in my heart. She cannot jump building to building <laughs> like this. She's not. Uh, hey, uh, it's not happening. Maybe it's I'm like, being it's, a jackass. It's not even man, against just, people that like. As far as I'm concerned, it's like it's not against people who it's are not, flat. It's, just, like that. it's like some of these characters are designed. For a reason, bro. Like, just right. our design. Like Look this. at Tekken, it's like, and it's stylized. Tekken has Bob. Have you played as Bob the oh, trailer park awesome. dude? That's Bob a fat Tekken white guy. Is awesome. Bob is the fastest, most lit motherfucker you've ever fought. <laughs> all right. There's no such thing. Fucking fat shaming doesn't. I don't understand. Maybe in Victoria's Secret, but they vomit in the bathroom. <laughs> they don't. They don't matter. <laughs> Who the fuck cares about them? I just, man, I don't understand. But I guess a part of me is just like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk. My bad. It was like, as far as I'm considered, it's like, we gotta there's go two things, there's two ways you can go about this mm. as far as like art goes. And it's like, okay, and I'll get on the diversity part specifically in a minute. But one of those oh. things I kind of have to do, I have to agree with is you could, I don't know, instead of redrawing these characters or retrying to fix these characters, if you wanted more diversity or wanted more characters to do more things and have more of a diverse cast, go make it yourself. <laughs> go make it and yourself. That's, and that's not even like a shot at oh, people because it's like, oh, it's like, oh, like, it it's like literally if you do not feel like there is enough representation of whatever <laughs> it is that you feel is not enough reputation, representation of, go, Just go do it. Make hey guys, it. Go look at what I said. This is apparently under the Xena art. <laughs> I'm about to see this in a second. It just came out. What? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so to anybody listening, we, uh, there's like this <laughs> picture suddenly of like this old woman dying in a bed and her like friend leaning over and it said, The story ends 20 years later. Xena must care of Maddie and Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> that one's a weird one. This is why we have Paul in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure. oh, I bring the hype. Y'all bring the this uh, the uh, serotonin drugs. But, so what, I calm bother, down. but what bothers me is like, yo, go make it yourself. One of the things you could definitely do is just go make it. Go, go make it. As a person, as a creator, that wants to do things with their characters stuff like that i understand and this is where i'm gonna get into the diverse part i understand the idea of wanting representation and diversity in things i like mm -hmm. i said before at the beginning of this love diversity in things but i feel like there are really mm -hmm. only two ways you can do diversity in anything that doesn't make it cringy say and, it and it's 
you can either do it as a one or a two or a 10 or 11. 10 being that this is integral to the story. Like, if this, like, if you change this fundamental aspect, like, if this character's not black or if this person's not gay, and when yes. I say black, I don't just mean me, like, as, as a black African-American. I mean, like, that you could replace black with any race. I mean, yes. like, you could say Asian, you could say Muslim, you could say anything. Like, I'm just saying that because I am black. No, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm with you. It's like, but you could say gay, lesbian, anybody yeah. else. It's like, if you do it as a 10, that means it's important to the story. And if you change this fundamental mm. element, you change the story. Exactly. Or you Move do light. it as a one or a two. And people might be like, why is one or two? Why do you say it like that? Like, just, just basically, like, the characters ignore it. The characters literally ignore it. It's not really mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say this is because if you do it as a one or a two, it means that you normalize it. Which is exactly. the other way. If you normalize these things in whatever, like whatever it is you're doing in your yes. art and your work, it doesn't come off as cringy. Yes. It doesn't feel forced. Amani and people might be like, oh, there's it. no such thing as forced diversity. No, there is. Because you could totally mess it up. <laughs> That's why token characters exist in ways. Because it's forced diversity. Amani and you can feel it. Gets it. <laughs> you either do it yes. as a 10 or oh 11 God. where you cannot I, change I think it you make a perfect point two. that's and you know what a good example I think is perfect example of what you're saying you know Duke Thomas how he's not just quote unquote the oh, black badass replacement he's literally going to be the next great thing and we're okay with that because you saw that <laughs> armor alright that's my fucking white <laughs> thing, right? yes sir you heard me screaming that yes, is sir. how you I do actually it. have surprisingly better examples of like the one because he's I have an example perfectly of how to mess up we'll take the same game because this is a game that, that's out there that I'm pretty sure pretty pretty little game I'm pretty sure everybody has heard of it though it's pretty small not sure not sure we'll just see it's called Overwatch it's called <laughs> Overwatch okay and Overwatch has both the like bad examples and good examples of how you do diversity well and it's surprising because you're like, wait, what do you mean it has both? It's like, no, 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 it has both. Tracer is the perfect example of, it's actually a perfect example of a one. In fact, it's a, it's a really good example of a one. Mm-hmm. Because what happens with Tracer is Tracer is gay. The idea is that she is. How you learn she's gay is oh, because is. like the character is like this very bubbly, energetic character. And then as, like, one of the comics that they introduced, they're like, oh, yo, here's some background with these are the characters. Tracer just has a girlfriend. The idea is that she's, she just goes home and she meets her girlfriend and they have, like, a little date. And that's a thing. And the comic is about all of this Aww. other stuff. But it's like, oh, yeah, she just has a girlfriend. So she mm-hmm. comes home and it's like, oh, yeah, there it is. She's, she's gay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Dope. That character's cooler for it. Mm-hmm. What feels like a force diverse thing yeah. is... Soldier 76. I knew you were going to say that. Because Soldier 76. You were going to say. The, the deal is Soldier, Soldier 76 you, being the most gay masculine does not possible. add anything to that character <clears throat> in any way. And you guys might be like, but wait, Omani, you just said that you either do a one or a two. It either doesn't really matter or it doesn't really look or you make it overt. Right. It's like, yes. The problem is, is that Overwatch played this game of. 
someone else in the cast is gay. Exactly. We don't know who. Exactly. And the deal is, is that there are a number of characters that could have been gay that would have been way more interesting. Mm. And they would have been cooler because of it. Soldier mm. 76 is such a blank slate. He is, not, not to mention his backstory, actually doesn't really fit him being gay. Not that it, it has to, but, like, it doesn't really fit. The guy is, like, a... Comes from a small town, country farm kind of thing, and it's just, oh, he's gay now. Yeah. Like, they just kind of slide that in. He's like, oh, and he's gay. And it's like, okay, that sucks. That feels forced. You know who could have been gay? And everybody would have been like, dope. There's at least three characters I could think of right off the top of my head. You could have made Reinhardt gay, Roadhog. and you would have been like, that's a badass dude, oh. because it circumvents, it actually circumvents expectations. Reinhardt is this big, <laughs> lumbering you know, dude. I would cite that and take back what I said earlier about uh, dude. a masculine All right. character gay. Yeah, what you're saying, character. I'm doing that in my book. <laughs> and I'm, I, I, you guys, now I have to create another big character so as to not spoil his sexuality. <laughs> hey. Have you seen, uh, y'all seen Moonlight, yes. right? Oh, no, but you, you talked about by the it end, becomes one of the most masculine characters yes. mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and he but that's, is gay. Moonlight is more so an example of a 10, in my opinion. More, Moonlight is an example of, like, that's true. that, um, that story. Damn. I'm the one that needs to learn today. <laughs> no, I'm just Moonlight, saying. Like, Moonlight like, is a 10 Moonlight, because the story is about. an example of a 10, because if you changed his, it. The story is yeah. about his sexuality and his identity. Yeah, if you change that aspect of him, the story is ruined. Like, you you broke the story. Okay, I see what you mean now. I was like, but, like, like you could have made, um... Finally get it. What is it? McCree. These are, and the reason why I'm mentioning this, these are badass characters. These are characters that have personalities that are, like, larger than life, and you look at them, and you're like, yes! Mm. That guy's cool! And if you told me he was gay, I, I, you know what? I'm just like, even better! He's cooler now! He's actually cooler! <laughs> you yeah. just like you made it better! <laughs> Midnighter. He's like, that's how I feel about that. You either do 10 or 11, or 1 or a 2. Anything in between, you're doing it wrong. Another, another example, another perfect example of this, is actually the Steven Universe series. And you might be like, wait, but Steven Universe kind of goes back and forth with it. I actually find Steven Universe to be ingenious in how it does it. Because it's real simple. You are introduced to the gems. All the gems are female. Right? You are then told that the planet they inhabit also has gems. All the gems that appear from the planet tend to be female. Which lets you then link this. If all the gems are female and no male gems exist, then it's literally a planet of lesbians. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Because it shows that they can have relationships with each other. They have feelings, and therefore your brain just goes, oh, right. So that's that's just how they would be. That makes sense. Mm. It's, it's literally a plan with lesbians. They all take care of Steven. Mm. They're all individually basically his mom, except with yeah. the exception of, like, one who's, like, a sister to him. It's like, And then the other one, that's a perfect example, is Garnet. They don't talk about them being lesbian or anything like that. It's just understood. Because, one, they're gems. <clears throat> they're all female. <laughs> right. And two, the character exists because of two halves. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are one character that exists because there are two other characters that are in love and are fused to become one character. And you learn that they are two different people later. But you're introduced to this character as, yo, this is Garnet. Garnet is this, this thing. And it's like, okay, cool. And it's like, that's that's really cool. Then you learn, oh, Garnet's fusion. And then when you see them split apart, you get it. There's not like a little, like, 
Garnet is this calm, collected, motherly figure, very caring figure that has a lot of passion <clears throat> and is has a fiery temper. A great, one of the best fighters in the actual like show is the deal. You split them apart, and the two that make up this half is a future-seeing, calm, tranquil, per- like little gem, like Sapphire, and a ruby who is a fiery-tempered soldier. <laughs> and as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it just happens, and you get it. And you're like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and later on, they're like, we want to do a wedding, because technically speaking, gems don't have that. And since we're on Earth, we'll just, we'll give you guys something to do this. So it's like, yeah, they have a gay wedding, but like, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, you hear the, the idea of, Yes, let you let's like have you two get married. It'll just be a fun little thing. It'll be good for you guys, and you don't go ah to gate wedding. Ah, that's what's happening. You're like yes, it's do it. this, yeah. do this. Like this they season, deserve huh? this, yeah. <laughs> and it's just good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which, mm. Don't like that's the number one thing I hate is like don't cram it down people's throats. Right. It's if you cram it, you ruin it. Mm-hmm. If you cram it, you ruin it. And if you mm-hmm. need to do it, like if you need, if you need to be like, hey, yo, this is important. That's why this is like this. Then you build the story around it, or to at least to facilitate it. Mm-hmm. If you take, if you write right. an action story about these guys doing kung fu battles in space against galactic lords, and then for some reason you have like a little subplot of <clears throat> Timmy's gay. I'm like, dude, people are messing around with aliens. I don't care if Timmy's gay. Why yeah. is Timmy gay? Like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> Yeah. Timmy's gay. This doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna ran it back in. I'm gonna ran it back in and basically say this. Because we gotta come all the way back into like bring it all the way back down. Diversity is good, but there are awful ways to do it. Changing a character to be something else as a as a way of trying to tell people of a thing just to be like hey yo this is the way you gotta do it this is how it should be diversity comes off cringe it actually fights your goals it actually fights your goals mm. because what it does is it pisses people off that are enjoying the thing it's like I didn't come here for this yeah. I came here for this Yeah. so when you're yeah. going and messing with people's art you're spitting on whatever that artist was doing Cause it's not it's not wrong to like mess around and do like a gen, like a gender band or or like a race band or something like that to mess around. But when you are adding the creators and be like, yo, I fixed your stuff. Yeah. Like I fixed it. Get out of here. That's, yeah. <laughs> You're trash. That's yeah. like that's how it comes down to me. It's just you are fighting your own. You are fighting a fight. And creating a wall for yourself as you're doing it. You're literally making the fight harder. You're making it harder. It's like, but that's where I'm going to end on that one. That is my week. That's my rant. I get one. Because <laughs> I, I, I hate stuff like that. But I also, like, I don't know. I'm like, it's the best way to describe it. It's like, I'm, I'm on your side, but this is not how you do it. <laughs> You will, you will com- be ranting. Remember, again. we said we'd stay away from topics like this. Paul and I will be getting this man to rant. We will be getting <laughs> this man to release yeah. all of the rage that he is, all of the frustration. Oh, God. 
Oh, you will release it all on this podcast. I'm now, telling you. Oh yeah, we're gonna massage <laughs> it. Can I say you. something? Because I don't want anybody attacking me for the things I said. I'm not fat shaming. I'm not shaming anybody, and I'm not sitting there saying that because a dude is overtly masculine, he can't be gay. I was saying it in the case of Soldier Seventy Six. You can go. Oh yeah, because it doesn't fit him. That you just you just character. made him gay because it doesn't fit. It doesn't literally exactly. doesn't fit his character. <laughs> doesn't make sense for him. Like, out of it, it, he's such a blink slate that saying he's gay becomes a character trait, which is not what it should be. Exactly. Throughout my life, I practiced getting asked questions for the various works that I will produce within my life. <clears throat> uh, for instance, my works as a professional writer. One of these questions was basically about inclusivity, diversity, and SJW culture. And I've practiced the question enough to be able to answer it very, very closely, very near verbatim to what I'm about to say. When I write, I do not, nor will I ever, in my life, ever write with the thought in mind that this, I, I, I will not at all be thinking about representation. Not at all, at, in any of my writing. Will I ever be thinking about representation? I will not be thinking about representation for people who are heavier set. I will not be thinking about representation <clears throat> for any culture of, of any kind uh, when it comes to the LGBTQ plus uh, heteronormativity, all that, all that shit, you know, being straight, being gay, whatever. Uh, I will not be doing writing for representation of black people. I'm not doing that. I don't. I'm a, I'm a black man who is not doing it. I will not do representation for for police. You know, Black Lives Matter, police injustice. You know, I will not do it. Why? Why? I will tell you why. Because I feel that every writer in the world who is worth his or her salt. Every person in this, in this beautiful vastness of space-time who considers themselves a writer, if you think you are a good writer, then you don't think about what person, what sect of people need to be included in today's story or in, in, in the novel of, of yesteryear. Or what, who wasn't in the novel of yesteryear that needs to be represented? Oh, uh, let's see, we... We created Miles Morales and whatnot, and we've created, we, all right, so the black people have been getting enough. They've been getting uh, a, a bunch of uh, superheroes lately. Let's, let's focus on the LGBTQ crowd. Yeah, let's do that. No, I'm not doing that. What I do is I tell stories, and I build worlds, and I build universes. I create from my, from my mind that is a universe, I give birth to universes. And there are all kinds of stories that go along in those universes that just float throughout there. And I, I pull from that chaos and I craft this universe together. I think to myself, man, what would it be like to write a gay character? I am not a gay person. I, I this man who's speaking right now, I am not gay. I do not know what it's like to be gay. I've only ever known what it's like to be straight. So I know easily, by default, how to write a straight character. But if I think to myself, even for a second, what would it be like to write a gay character? I owe it to the story, or not, not even to the story, I owe it to, to even my mind, to, to curiosity. 
to, to, to do that, <clears throat> to give it a yeah. shot. If you, if at all you think, what would it be like to create this thing or write this thing or, or like have this kind of character? I know the years, the sixties and whatnot, all the, all the creatings of, of white characters and, and, you know, the, the, the racist comics that were, you know, or barely racist, semi-racist or like on the surface racist, you know, mm. all the, all the stereotypical stuff. I don't care about it, honestly, as far as racism. I'm thinking about it as because I'm so beyond racism. I'm so outside. Like I don't, I don't even think about racism anymore. Now, when I see racism, I don't even see racism. I just see ignorance. I see stupidity. I've taken myself and that stupidity out of it. Now I just see humans being humans and being ignorant towards other humans, which is the worst. It's it's worse than racism, but it's also standing That's outside true. of that chaos. That it's not even chaos. It's standing outside of that. That, that confusion and that disorder and that, that, that freaking trick, that trap to help divide us all. But I don't think about that stuff because I know that those writers thought to themselves, what if I made this character black? Because the mind does not want, the mind wants new things all the time. And when you're a writer, when you create, when you, fiction especially, you mess around and do you're creating, things. you want to do different things. I, I have no idea what it's like to really write a girl, a, a, a woman, as, as, a, as a partner. <clears throat> I only know really how to write her from the male perspective and from conversations with women, from, from, from my experience with women. Mm. I don't know how to write with the mind of a woman who's been in a relationship, a romantic relationship. But as a writer, I must try. If I want to be great at it, if you I want it to be believable, I gotta give it a shot. I gotta go talk to these people. I gotta go. I gotta go interact with the world. I gotta go get to know people. Writers are some of the most empathic, connected people on the planet. I'm telling you, because we see the world and we see all the ways that people in the world and things can connect to themselves and to each other, and we create. The most disconnected. <laughs> if you take uh, somebody like. Uh, <laughs> um, what is it? Lovecraft into consideration. <laughs> I just thought about that. He's like, or oh, the most disconnected. Totally, it's totally a possibility as well. What? We'll continue. Oh, like, because uh, Lovecraft just really just hated everybody. When I think about him specifically, he's, mm. like, he's like the exact opposite, where it's just like. Although I think. He's, like, I, I just feel like he's like the exact opposite, where he's like, man, I just really don't care about people. <laughs> like, and it shows in his writing, because, yeah, like, it, he so... writes about things bigger than humanity. <laughs> like, like, people are nothing yeah. in his story technically because like it's like oh okay i mean this guy could just die it'll be fine like i don't i don't care if you got attached to him but what does lovecraft love right but we we lovecraft writes in the essence of yeah mankind in comparison to all these things to all these things it seems very it seems very um self-loathing self-loathing and what's what's the word uh i can't think of the word right now but it's 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 very destructive of of the the kind and uh Mm-hmm. Almost self-hating, but it's at first. I've whenever I've read Lovecraft's work, it's been it's been a uh, psychoanalysis <laughs> on top yes. of it being a story. It's 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 mm-hmm. psychoanalysis. Um, it's psychoanalytics and and psychoanalyzing the human nature and also putting us up to uh, up against the backdrop of cosmic consciousness and cosmic horror what what is mankind in the face of this thing 
what are we what can can our minds process this thing or are we a part of this thing is what is our what is what is it about our our nature that is revealed in the presence of these things are these things of us are they of our nature is that why they are our lords are they you know are we if these things exist are we of them them? if these things exist on our of a primordial universe that we can't even fathom what are we in comparison are we simply the bacteria in their bloodstream that kind of thing that kind of existentialism is mm. why like Lovecraft can be so cosmic, but Lovecraft's work are so occult and that occulti- occultism ties back into ancient wisdom and archaic knowledge that has long since been yeah. forgotten and is now being not only rediscovered but redistributed amongst the populace, which is why we're getting things like I'm not gonna go there. But like new stuff that basically dives back into the same right. Place. But I know what you mean. Writers are just powerful people. This is why freedom of the press is such an important thing. And you journalists, you guys need to take a stand. Stop, you know, you get your tails out from, from in between your legs. You're freaking, oh, I'm done. I'm done. No, I feel it. We're not journalists, so we're just going to say how we feel about it. <laughs> Like, it's just that simple. No one's paying us to tell us about a thing or something like that. I almost did freelance journalism. I was going to, but even freelance journalism is too controlled, too too censored. Anyways, I'm not a journalist, so what can I say? I don't know. I don't know anything. I know, right? It's like, at the end of the day, yeah. It's like, this is just... You know, opinion from three guys. So we're just saying, we're just saying what we're saying. Yeah, take everything with a grain of salt. Story. Take everything with a grain of salt. Right, right. <laughs> we don't have all the answers, but we'll move on to someone else's week. So who wants to go next? Because mine, I guess, took up half the podcast. <laughs> oh well, I do have all the answers, so I'll go up next. <clears throat> okay, that that counts as one. <laughs> you go next. I'm gonna run and get some water because this heat in this fucking garage is getting. Oh my god. god. I did all that extra. <laughs> I need a break. I'll be right back. Having a rough night. Just keep going. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man has nearly been struck by lightning. He has worried for the safety and security of his PC from these thunderous rainwaters. And now he is overheating and filled to the brim with ice cream in a hot garage. So nearly vomiting. This is the life of Paul Basha. For real. <laughs> it is a marvelous life, a powerful life indeed. But man, do I love its comedy. Uh, anyways, one thing that I was one thing that I was absorbing this week, one thing that I was up to and that I've been up to pretty as of as of the last I'm gonna say the last month. I've re okay. So the last two years, I've watched a lot more of it than I used to, which I did okay. um, pretty sparsely, but still enough to keep some skim level knowledge of of the field and the the athletes in it, and um, uh, what's going on in the industry a little bit. In the last two years, I jumped that up a lot, and within this last month. That has increased even more, and then within the last week. So, uh, time is really speeding up as the number of events and the number of uh, plateaus I've reached. The frequency between the two seems to decrease. But that is UFC. I have been watching a lot of UFC, and um, oh, okay, dude. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I don't know if you guys. I think I'm gonna. 
I think I'll save UFC for when Paul gets back because I would love to hear what that man, man, who, who, who so created the legend of Corvo in my mind, as, as I know it. Um, he's, he's, he's got to have some sort of input on this. But other than that, I've also been watching this. Is I'll get back to that. I've been watching this anime called Scissor 7. It's an original yes! Netflix anime. <laughs> yes! I knew you were going to like this. <laughs> Look, I, dude, the reason why I like this is because I genuinely thought about recommending this at <laughs> one point later. And I was like, I'm going to have to recommend this because nobody seems to know about it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Scissor 7 yes. is great. <laughs> Scissor 7 is absolutely fantastic. Now, just to um, give some... Uh, so, Scissor 7, also known as Killer 7 in China, is a Chinese streaming television animated series. Uh, it was released under the name Scissor 7 on Netflix. That is what you'll find on the wiki. Um, wow. What? What? I, I Honestly, I didn't expect Scissor 7 to grab me by the balls as, yes. as well as it did. <laughs> so quickly, man. <laughs> I mean, from the get-go, I mean, like, this thing came under the radar from my brother and I. We were just scrolling through. So this original Netflix anime was, all right, so we clicked on, like, he clicked on it, my brother, and um, we looked at, we looked at it, we, we read the synopsis, which on Netflix reads, hired by a woman to assassinate her husband. No, 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 that's the, that's the synopsis for the uh, first episode. Let me get the, I want the uh, Netflix Scissor like 7. series synopsis. Yeah, like a series synopsis. How do I get that? Oh, they used to give it to me, but they don't because I watch the show now. So now they just give me. But um, it's basically oh, the synopsis was akin to, um, he's a barber or he's a hairstylist and he's a, a hot, he's an assassin. He's a professional hairstylist and he's a professional assassin, and he's really bad at both, at both jobs. <laughs> and and my brother and I looked at the image, and we're just like. We said nothing. We just <laughs> simultaneously just in our minds started the show. Podcast is still and, um, back. He, he, he pressed the button and, he, right. and he started the show. Uh, all, okay. Everything all right? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. And Keep going. I hope I... I'm no, you're fine. And so we started since like seven. cold water. It's all good now. It was just... It was yeah, a lot of shit. Dude, um, uh, and in a hot garage. Like, <laughs> bruh. Yeah. Yeah, it's humid as fuck out here. I can't run the dehumidifier because we're on, on oh, the stream. Okay. Um, okay. Well, it's all good. We're on Go. we're on season one episode. So we do two episodes a day. The first day we watched two episodes, and we watched. Uh, we got up to. Oh, what they don't have any episode titles outside of episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen for season one and. <clears throat> season two has ten episodes. This show is so funny. Oh yes, this <laughs> show, Scissor Seven, is so funny, bro. <laughs> okay, for our for our listeners, I do not. I do. Mm, this is gonna be hard for me. Hmm. A brother likes to participate. In the holy herb, <laughs> I like to, I like to, uh, I 
the Holy Herb and I are good friends. Okay? Um, we talk. <laughs> we, we, we sit down. We talk with each other. And we eat good food. And we have good times. <clears throat> and we laugh. And we think about we think about things that most human beings do not think about. That's why we know everything. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, Scissor 7, when watching with the Holy Herb, is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so freaking cool, man. Because on it top is. of this show being such such a funny, what could I can I call it an anime? It's it, Netflix called it an anime. I'm gonna call it an anime. Technically, on top it's of it being, an anime, but it's really in a cartoon like style. It, it's right. very much like Adventure Time almost. The the, or, the uh, animation changes so many times, but it's seamless, and and it's 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 the anime. It's the animation that's perfect for the mood of the episode and the mood of the scene of the episode and yes. even the actions of the mood of the scene of the episode there and are some action scenes that have woo! some just weird animation going on but the action <laughs> is so good it's so good but the oh, animation no, like, is just like <laughs> right now man you'd honestly bro the only way i could describe it was an lsd trip that is more uh, that is it's cleaned up and and given humor and high octane action adrenaline and and heart man because this yes. show is full of heart, bro. This is this is your cool your heartstrings. People making oh this love god. this idea. Oh my <laughs> they god, love this idea. I <laughs> cried. What episode did I cry? Okay, I cried on. Man, did I cry on all these? <laughs> oh god, no. Like cry both. Actually cry. Oh man, <laughs> both. Because I, I've just, I've been in such a, I've been lately. My, my heart has been opened up so, so, so much, so much. I've, I've been so that. filled. Man, I've been so open. I've been so open, and so I'm watching this, this show. All right, I'm gonna spoil this one aspect of the show because it's not even a spoiler. Seven, spoiler warning, Seven does not kill anyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's bad at it, but there are times, honestly, you wonder whether or not he's actually bad at it. And then you're like, no, he's he's actually bad at it. But then you're like, is he actually bad at it? Because he's not actually bad at it, bro. I am, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a season, I finished it. I'm waiting for season three. I'm waiting for season three, and that got announced. Yes, it did. But I'm on season. This I season need to watch season eight and season up. Oh, season eight, episode eight and eight, episode nine. If my brother mm. would just stop, be, see, this is the problem of me watching shows. <laughs> I'm with people. watching shows. With I, I I get I become loyal, <laughs> and I decide. All right, I'm not going to continue the episodes until this person can watch it with me or wants to watch it with me. I would blow through this show right now. It's oh, 13 minutes an episode. 
They're so good. So easy to fly They're through. They're so easy. Yo, you could drink this show. The, oh, it's like water. It's what it's this show is it's water on a cold on not a cold day a hot day a hot <clears throat> sweltering day this this show and this day you, this this day isn't just hot it's dry it's 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 I don't want to move because if I move see because if it's smell if it's if it's just if it's really hot and you're you're leaking man you're sweating everywhere you're sweating buckets you got so many fans on and you're, you're moving slow. You're, you're Lord, you're Lord Sloth right now, cause you, you're just fucking hot, bro. <laughs> but if it's dry too, you don't want to move, cause you think you'll freaking die. <gasps> water, you just burst into flames. water, <laughs> from the friction. Fr- 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 you're, you're, man, like you, you just. And this show is the water. It's a cold, big glass. It's so cold, you can like see the water. Ju- it's, mmm, it's, mmm, it's. It's the exact glass from SpongeBob. <laughs> bro, yes. Oh, my. This, everyone that, that is, so every person that gets um, a hit put on them in this show, you, you kind of want, at, or at least at a certain point for me, I started to see everyone as, Okay, how are they going to subvert my expectation with this situation? How am I already thinking incorrectly about this situation? And what way am I going to be surprised by this? And you may get to a point, if you're, uh, if you're real quick, you're going to start, you're, you're, your mind's going to start, okay, what is, what is, the, what is the twist here? And, you what's know, it, what you know what, what's it going to be? What's, you know, how is my heart going to be affected here? Right? What's actually going to happen, or what's the reason why this is happening? What's the actual reason sure. why? What's did the actual reason the why girl? this person? Yes, I did. That was today. Yeah, that bro. one hit. Today, <laughs> like, what's the actual reason why this person is this this way and doing this thing? What is the actual reason why this person placed this hit on this person? What is their relationship? <laughs> and Seven just goes through and just he is such an angel, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> this show is perfect, man. This ep okay, I'm going Scissor gonna- Seven <clears throat> is a show that just for those audience that know, it is funny. It is main core, it's funny. But it it takes a really good page out of the We Want to Tell You a Story mm-hmm. book. Yeah. <laughs> Is like there's something happening, and throughout all of the hijinks, we're writing something really good yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Episode on episode four. On episode four, you open up this episode understanding that Seven is supposed to go after a guy who is a pervert. That's your understanding, man. <laughs> Down to what this guy looks Just, like. He's a panty collector, bro. He collects underwear. Women's uh, underwear. But go get oh him. my go get him. And this show will make you feel like shit. If you too quickly start okay. assuming things. Cause it starts pointing it start it points the 
No, it, it turns the mirror and says, ha ha, now look at you. Now look at you. This is society. Look at your fingers. You are looking like society right now when you want to actually be looking like seven. This show is perfect, man. Oh my God, I'm on episode eight. Oh, the little girl uh, uh, to, to, uh, to kill a pretty girl. Or uh, God, what's, the, what's the, the, the episode title? Like the name of the episode comes up yeah, in the oh, actual yeah, episode. That one comes up and you're like, wait a minute. What? Yeah, man. It, oh, God. You, you, you may not like, you're not going to, unless you have a personal connection with what might be going on in the episode and the, the twist and whatnot. You're not going to like the type of crying you will do is like that that man you know you know like 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 you'll tear you up or like you'll have or your 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 eyes will water and you'll have that one tear come down or like you'll just you just man that yeah man tear the, man, the man tear the singular tear oh, the God, tear of true man. emotion I can go on about that show man but that's just go watch it it's on Netflix. You have no excuse. Everyone has Netflix. Go watch it. Oh, Basically, everyone has Netflix. If you don't have go Netflix, watch, I'll give you my password. Uh, maybe don't make promises. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Uh, Scissor seven. seven. My bad. Scissor Seven. So happy. So happy that you watched that one. I was dead ass about to recommend that. Right and I was like, you know what? Let me just... Let me just go through my backlog and figure out something that I can throw up on the podcast. Or something, something people haven't seen. Cause man, I'm telling you something, man. God, <laughs> man. Bro, I've seen the trailer for this so many times. Isn't he yes, like the yeah. assassin or some shit? He is a professional assassin. Yeah, this has been on my list since it Woo! came out. I've not oh, watched it. We both have, yeah. and we're like, yo, oh, God, that show. God, man. I could sit down. I want to sit down <clears> with a bunch of good people. I want us to get blazed out of our mind. And I want us to all watch that show and then watch the Midnight Gospel. And then, oh my... <laughs> boys, just, just... Bro, the Midnight that Gospel, is, that's... Mm, my God, man. All right. And just just in case, like, I, I don't know why I have to put this disclaimer, but just in case, for those that, like, um, don't know, because he mentioned... Uh, Andre mentioned that, like, that show, uh, Scissor 7, is really good when you're when you're on the holy herb as a person that just doesn't do any of that my recommendation is also yeah definitely go watch that <laughs> yeah you're straight up everything you're saying is right go watch that <laughs> all right all right let me all right let just me say this i have watched the show high and sober is the show good high yes is the show good sober so absolutely yes. obviously guess what it means. definitely no i just want i wanted to put that in there just in case someone was like oh it's a high show no nah. it is it is watch it anyway. all right. yes because i have watched high shows and watch those are anyway. shows i can only laugh at when i am high and even then after a few episodes i'm like this isn't funny anymore but that's kind of that's yeah. who i am i don't get stupid when i'm high and so stupid humor doesn't get funny to me after too that's long fair. and even even immediately it depends on what kind of humor what kind of stupid humor and what kind of mood I'm in because if it's stupid humor where everything just goes wrong like awfully wrong for a group of people or like for a group of like 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 oh my god okay this show you think it's stupid uh, stupid humor but you realize very quickly it's not stupid humor letter kenny yeah. is not stupid humor south park is stupid humor 
I, I personally, that is my opinion. I, I cannot watch South Park unless I am high. That's me. That's fair. I don't, I don't blame you. I'm not a huge fan of South Park. I'll say that. I can't do it. I can't do Paul it. Paul is a big fan of Letter Kenny, and I will say this: it's not my humor, but I gotta give that show oh, props. Oh God, they I be hitting you show. with the lines, the lines back to back. Yeah, I, I, the jokes aren't hitting for me. Like for me, I'm like the jokes aren't hitting. They're not making me laugh like that, but I know it's a joke, and they just going. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give it credit. Letter Kenny, <laughs> they just oh, they just be throwing them out. <laughs> I'm oh, like the consistency. <laughs> I'm like if. It's definitely Letterkenny is one of those things where I see it and I'm like, yo, unfortunately the humor's not for me, but I know if you find it funny, you're cracking up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you crack, you're cracking up, Letterkenny, because they just. If you like smart, <laughs> dry humor, you will like Letterkenny. Much like if you like The Office, you will like Letterkenny. You will like Letterkenny even more, if, in my opinion, if you like smart, dry humor. They've caught they've caught me with a couple of a uh, couple of good ones, but for some reason I think it's more so just Letterkenny's setting. It's the setting and how they throw the jokes out. It's yeah. just kind of like it's not that it goes over the head. It just kind of hits me and I'm like, eh. <laughs> like it's because know, there's their jokes. Gets a chuckle. The, the way they speak, their dialogue and their direction, they go so fast that if but you're not if yes, that you have to like you have to just let yourself go with it and and put yourself in the shoes. Of these people, like, oh my god, yeah, talk like them, talk like them for what while you're watching one episode, and you'll get to a point <laughs> where you're like, this is so funny because you're because now you're thinking like them. Oh my god, I'm about to start, oh, and thus, start and thus it just goes off. I'm about to start talking about consciousness again. Yeah, all right, yeah, <laughs> let me let me move on from that because I'm about to start talking about existentialism again. Imagine why not, okay. <laughs> My, the other part of my week has been UFC, like I said. So, I consider UFC, UFC now a sport. Why? Because I've watched UFC 1. Okay? We are, we are after, we are, I know we are past 260. We are a, a few, a few, a few events, a few cards after 260, UFC 260, okay? I have watched UFC 1, UFC 1 the beginning. I'm talking about the first mm-hmm. UFC match. It's on ESPN+. Plus. I've watched UFC 2. I've watched UFC 3. And I'm going to continue. I'm going to watch them all. I'm telling you, this is now a sport... Because if you've watched Baki, if you've watched <laughs> Kengen Ashida, that's what UFC yes. was. Bro, these people come to conquer, and they're going to... Hey, I have watched the man... I have watched the man get strangled, and he is tapping... He is slamming... He is slapping the mat with both hands, tapping out. He is, sla- he is slapping his opponent, who is on his back, arm around his neck, squeezing this man. And the referee is just like, is, is he tapping? Is, is he tapping? This dude is over here like, 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 bro, like, 
I, listen. Me. And you go up there, like, there are brackets. You, If you've watched Kengen Ashura, it's not quite as intense yet for me. Like, I've not gotten to any point where it could be as intense. I still don't think it will get as, mm. as intense as Kengen Ashura, obviously. I'll be very surprised. And if it does... I will be. Someone start busting out ancient techniques. Very enthused. <laughs> I will. I will. I can't wait. I'm like, did this just become a blood sport? That's crazy. Now, listen, <laughs> listen. I I watched him. I watched the man pull on someone's his his opponent's hair. He pulled his hair, and the commentators were like, "Well, yeah, yeah, that is your hair is a part of your body. That's literally, literally, as this is <laughs> happening, they're they're commentating. That's on. That's the first. That's UFC." One. That's UFC one. They say the hair is part of the body. So if this guy pulls your hair, hey, right? You can't do that in UFC anymore. Okay, you can't do that in UFC. You yeah. cannot. I think it was like the first twenty was where they were figuring it out. Right, because you you can headbutt people back here. You can headbutt a man. Oh really? You can headbutt. Yeah, you can headbutt him, and you can you can headbutt and elbow the back of his head. It doesn't matter. The only the only rules that I've found at this point are uh, eye gouging and no crotch shots, no shots to the groin. Fair enough. That that is that is very. That's fair. what I I've gotten. That's... that's what I've gotten to. Okay, but now now that's 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 my bridge into the like, Kengan The comparison is my bridge into UFC. I, as a, as a martial artist, as someone who has been studying and who has been in the martial arts, who, I, who first touched a dojo mat when I, was, when I was less than 10 years old, I've been performing, I've been practicing, uh, practicing, I've been a practitioner of the martial form and many studies of it my entire life. These fighters nowadays are... I'm not saying by any means I'm I'm a professional, but uh, but like by talking about how long I've been doing martial arts, but these fighters nowadays I am. I am so impressed with, I'm becoming more impressed with again, because there was a period of time where, fighters were just ah, man, any anything and anyone was going up on the card in my mind in my opinion, but now it's like we're we're getting real spectacles you know we're seeing gladiators in the and the octagon again. We're seeing warriors really, really show back up mm-hmm. again. It's it's like this this breed this this kind of this kind of man and this kind of woman this powerful force, this person who is like my body and my mind, because let, let me let me talk about fight IQ real quick. Your fight IQ, I I as a fighter seeing someone's fight IQ, who is a genius fighter. Like like. Let me put Goku's fight IQ at infinity. You know, at this point, yeah, sure. at this point, he's best friends with the Omni King. I'm gonna say his fight IQ is at infinity, <clears throat> right? Uh, let me say uh, if I want to, if I want to bring some more real world comparisons, uh, or bring it back down to bring it back down to earth. Let me uh, get some. Let's use Bruce my, oh, I'm gonna compare with my hero. More realistic. I'm compare with my hero. my hero. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, Aizawa, I would say his fight IQ is 10, right? I would say uh, uh, Aizawa is, is, ooh, 
Yeah, no, I'm gonna say it's ten. I'm gonna say he's like he's of the upper. He's of the top. He's of the best. He's of the top of the echelon. I'm gonna say Deku at this point. No, I'm gonna say Mirio at this point. His fight IQ is um, is eight. I'm gonna say Todoroki Shoto's is at a seven. I'm gonna say uh, Deku's is at a. Mm, I'm gonna say, well, he he literally, oh, Deku is, Deku is all fight IQ. Yeah, Deku's character is all fight IQ. <laughs> he is pure analytics. Like that man, and he he's got a he's got a notebook, full of it, full of study. <laughs> Just everybody's stuff. And he like that's <laughs> why looking. that's he gets to he watches and he understands. This, uh, being able to watch UFC. And see the fight <laughs> IQ and, and these warriors again. Because a, a new breed of, of, like, we're talking about people who are designed, who are, it's, it's like they're in, it's in their blood. I can mm. see through their, like, this is a warrior. Like, this man, can you imagine a man as, if when you really start watching fights and you start really watching a man get punched in the face, by another man who is 250 pounds of muscle and his arm is like a tree trunk coming to swing at you bro this the 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 strongest the the, the Francis Ngannou I'm going to look up this man this is an african man Francis where where's he from where's this man's punch is equivalent to a ford truck Coming t- and hitting you oh, at wait, like the, the, 20, uh, 25 miles an hour. You talking Jesus. about like the new yes. like heavyweight contender? Or he, no, that he, John um, Jones is going against John yeah, Jones. John Jones is optimistic to fight against Francis Ngannou now that Francis Ngannou is the new. He's going to Francis die. Ngannou. John he's a Jones great, is a great fighter. fighter. Francis Ngannou is unstoppable. My bad. I'm like in and no, out that's, of consciousness that's, right now about to throw up. But I heard the name Ngannou he, and I was this, like, this oh, man, the Titan. This is, I. This is a beast of a man. This guy will is born oh, to I'm, I'm this man. Here. This man. Oh my God, he could, he could punch down a building. This guy. <laughs> On God, when he, Andre, every time I see him fight people, I think of him as a titan and the other dudes are attacking him. Like the the theme song to season one and then they die because he's he's undefeated. undefeated. This, he's, oh my God. I just, I just, these fights have been great. Um, These main events, the cards lately have been absolutely amazing. Uh, Khabib, uh, Medov versus Justin Gaethje. That was an amazing fight. Um, even the middleweight championship fights, uh, all, the, all these title fights have been freaking good, man. All these title fights, what you're excited for. I have not been excited for a stream of title fights as I have been uh, within the past month. These have all been amazing. Um, the, like, just, just, we're talking serious skill. Uh, Kamara Usman versus Gilbert Burns. You know, we're talking uh, Blackwoods versus Adesanya. This is this is serious stuff. Uh, Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. We're talking. You can see the lion in the, in this woman, Amanda Nunes. You can see 
you can see uh, like how these people earn their monikers. Uh, you know, like uh, Israel Adesanya, mm-hmm. he's if if you if, if you're an Adesanya fan, you know uh, he's called the Last Style Bender. You know, he uh, he's he got the Avatar yeah. uh, arrow, the Air uh, Air Kingdom, and everything. You know, oh, uh, yeah. uh, just just powerful people. Uh, what is what is what does Usman call himself? Is he's uh, the Nigerian assassin, or the uh, something like name. that? Yeah, we're talking like uh, we're talking, we're talking people who have tattoos. Like oh God, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. But this big man got a tattoo of Mjolnir on his freaking chest. Like like, dude. Oh, dude, see... Like a warrior, almost, bro. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You should have... We should have brought Iron on if that was the case because he's the perfect person to talk yeah, about. Yeah, he, yeah, he's I a... I promise you he would have known. Yeah. <laughs> we can have that happen at some point. Don't worry. We'll just, we'll just yeah. let you guys talk about it. I'm starting... I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm getting real excited because this is reigniting the fighter in me and I'm, I'm really considering fighting again and, and starting to fight professionally because I used to, I used to fight all the bro, time, I, bro. I, 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 hey man, I watched that uh, Paula Costa Israel yeah. Adesanya fight, and it made me want to become a fighter. So I started fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's also why I met my cousins. But anyways, I hey, that man is this man is leveling up, ladies and gentlemen. He is in the middle of a great process. I did, man. I got out of you are on the absolute evolutionary game right now, my friend. Bro, I'm not even trying to segue into that. I just like briefly, like dead ass, like I woke up this morning. For the first time in I don't know how long, and I wrote down seven story ideas that I yes, could write and publish on Yes, sir. And with that, I changing. hand off the baton to Paul. Absolutely. I'm excited to hear that. You don't have to talk about that, but that's that's right, that's so. just, I, I am excited. That fills me with excitement to hear that you, that you were able to do yeah. that. So. Yes, yes, yes. Are we really moving on? Or yes, it's got? officially yours. Oh, okay. All right. But damn, this has been yes. a long podcast. All right, so uh, mine, I'm, I'm going to try to wrap it up. So my week has been, of course, playing a little bit of Dark Souls here and there and working. And uh, I will say this, uh, going into the thing, uh, guys, look forward to that because that yes. episode I think is going to be really cool. I want to focus on that thing I've been talking about where I'm talking about how Dark Souls uh, 1, 2, and 3 are mm-hmm. one big allegory for depression. I may include Demon mm-hmm. Souls and Bloodborne into that. I might just do this as a separate episode. But my goal with those with that Dark Souls episode is I want not only people to understand one of my favorite series of all time and the art of video games mm-hmm. just art in general uh, and all that but I want people to be able to play it proper so they're not breaking their controller and you know so they're not playing it how I used to it's just like so hard because ah! here's the thing man death is part of Dark Souls it really is like if you get mad every time you die, like other video games, you're gonna have a rough time. But Dark Souls is very much about the, the journey. But I won't get into that. You know, I'm just my bad. I'm, I already started. You see that? I started. I took a leap and yes. I had to like reach yes. back and hey, catch yo, myself before the cliff again. did it tonight. Yeah, but uh, anyways, briefly on that, I will say, Amani, you know the health thing that yes. you hate. I love it, and here's why. Very briefly, we don't have to make it a. a because you're a masochist? What? <laughs> nah, not even that. No, no. I like it because it explains the lore more. The more you die, the more health you lose, the more you hollow out sooner until you're fully at 50%. Oh, health, you, you make you fully hollowed oh. out. You have to have a soul of humanity to come back. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, I know that's like a gameplay thing where they were like, we could make it harder. <laughs> but it's also like, it 
Yes. It's the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Personified. And I was like, oh my God, I get it. I love this. So as I'm hollowing out, Mm -hmm. I'm like, of course I'm weaker. Mm -hmm. I'm becoming weaker. But that's a whole artistic I'm right there with you. It's a video game that works, but also really doesn't for a lot of people. (laughs) But so we'll move past that. So Malazan, boys. So here's the scene that I've been waiting on where they're talking. Like somebody mentioned, I told you about like fighting above Darugistan. It's a bunch of assassins. All right. I've reached that scene. I haven't read all of it yet, but here's how the scene went. So finally you get to see um, Kalam. He's this uh, big, burly assassin, right, from across the desert. I think he, yeah, he's like uh, uh, very dark-skinned, right? I'm guessing across the desert, in the desert regions or whatever. That's um, your Arabic-type people in, in the, of the fantasy world and, and uh, also the African-American looking-ish one. Not African-American, my bad. African looking ones. You said African-American <laughs> earlier, Monty. That fucked me up. But, uh, <laughs> But then, of course, they're also to the south, based on the world's uh, structure, right? So you have him and Quick Ben. Now, Quick Ben is this wizard. Now, Quick Ben goes to the Shadow Throne to speak to a fucking god, all right? To make a deal with him. And it turns out he was an acolyte of them. And then you find out he's some shape-shifting god? But it doesn't go fully into that. And keep in mind, guys, I've talked about Malazan a lot. I don't need to build up to this point. So... Let me just build this scene, and you'll know where I left off, and you'll understand why I'm eager to get off of this and go read that, because I was thinking about it during this, and I was like, oh, God. So you finally see Kalam and Quick Ben together as a team. They're best friends. They're going around. They go to a bar. They see this assassin, and the assassin goes, talks to his people. They're like, lead him here, because they think he's part of this other assassin guild. They're like, we're going to end the assassin war tonight. And turns out Kalam is ready for that. He's like, let's go. So Quick Ben gives him two spells, one to control his uh, air, like floating through the air so he can like land softer. And then the other one I think was, um, oh God, I can't remember. But Quick Ben is invisible, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like kind of like zipping around is like an aura. So they're team tag teaming together. So they go to this place and they're watching the assassin. The assassin is acting like he's focused on the courtyard, but his assassins are moving in towards Quick Ben and uh, Kalam. And all of a sudden, it, it just, like, there's, like, a paragraph break, and you're this little green demon in the sky flying around. Somebody's using him to spy, right? You don't know who. And he's, like, about to go. He wants to go kill them, but he can't. But then suddenly he gets mm. kicked in the head. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And he looks up, and he is being attacked by an assassin. Some fucking mage assassin in midair. And he looks around. There's 11 others falling through the sky onto the city, all right? They're just falling, and the dude flies away, and the dude doesn't go after him, doesn't nothing. He just turns around and glides with his 12 other assassins. They pull out their crossbows and start raining hellfire on them. That's where I fucking ended at work. That is the coolest fucking scene I've ever fucking read in any fucking book, dude. That is so dope. Tell me that's not dope. You have assassins converging just to get above them, dude. Oh, my God. I was like... I, you know how like you see that scene in like movies where somebody does something crazy and they got to sit there with a cigarette yeah. and their hands shaking, you know? And that's what I felt like going back to work. I was like, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> like, and keep on, this is book yeah. one, guys. I'm not even that's at true. the further books with like the other big stuff. Like my god! Wow. Oh, I gotta finish it. <laughs> so that's that's another part of my <laughs> my week. Uh, and then the other one, uh, so this was two weeks ago. I moved out of the bad situation. Yeah. I moved in here, right? And uh, not only learned that I'm uh, in control of my rage and the power that I have as a person, but I kind of got here, right? My cousins have been a very yeah. positive influence on me. 
um, excuse me, mentally, because they're very good at getting things done. They were raised by this, right? Raised by my uncle who uh, taught himself to break free from the mold, uh, became a doctor and whatnot. So uh, what was it? Yesterday, I went to bed. I was like really tired. I finally started working out again, and I go to sleep, and I woke up this morning at 6.45, so like nine hours, right? And I just suddenly had story ideas. I was like, well, what would work? And I, like a big a story doesn't have, my first book doesn't have mm-hmm. to be this big epic, right? It, it could be to. 90 to yeah. 200 pages. Yeah. Okay. And so I came up with these ideas, and I'd like to share them with you. Please do not steal them. <laughs> no, listen. And anybody Again, that listens to like this. I, like I said, a lot of people have ideas that are very similar. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we do not mm-hmm. steal our ideas from anyone. Okay. We come in case in own, case anyone in case anyone I, hears I? something that some one of us says as you know, hey, I came up with something. If you ever ever known, if you've ever known or ever read or ever seen anything else like it, even if they're very similar, down down to like an eighth of a percent, that does not automatically mean right. someone copied them. Please. So, I, I want to ask real quick. Should um, I share these? With I. Here's the second part. I I am very okay with you sharing with me because I know that I am trustworthy and you trust me. (coughs) However, right, but this is I do not trust the public. I don't. That's true. You know what? Very well. I will uh, after this podcast. If you guys have some time, I'll read them to you. Absolutely, very good ideas. Uh, I will simply read. The, uh, the the title. So first is Mackenzie yes. and the Dragon, right? Uh, next is Ndi and the Lion because I met a guy yesterday. His name was in, his name was Ndi Mkwesi, and his daughter I can't remember her name, but his father's name was like s- s- fuck, it was like s- like Serinthia mm. Equise or something. And he's like some dude from Africa that like wrote like a hundred books or like no no like wrote like forty novels. Only two of them were available that we could order, uh, so he didn't buy any. But like, I met the dude's son, and the dude died, and I was like, "Oh!" And he, he joked around about how I couldn't understand him because he has an accent. I was like, "Nah, man, it's the yeah. mask. I can understand you," even though he was half right. <laughs> a couple of those words slipped by. You know, I was like, "What?" Oh, okay. You know, context clues. Right. I got you. But uh, I feel bad. But yeah, so Ndi and the Lion. I used his name. I was like, "That's perfect." And then you know, Monty, your story that you uh, shared with us. I was like, "Damn, I could use something about." Uh, you know, kind of like an African yeah, folklore thing, yeah. right? And so then there's the island. This was actually a dream I had last night. Uh, this was f- fucking wild. Uh, it's Lovecraftian, yes. if that helps. Then there's the journey. This one, I will simply say, inspired by Disney's The Dinosaur, specifically the scene where the di- the older, like the T-Rex talks to the dude, and he's like, of course I was scared. You gotta fight. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I... I, I have, every time I watch that trailer, I'm talking for years since that trailer mm-hmm. came out, I've wanted to watch that movie. That right. trailer makes me cry, Bro, I literally tear up every cry, time I especially see with the song that, that plays, um, is it Florence it's and the Machine? It's so true, that, dude. That song? Uh, in spite of all my fears, I see it all so clear, I see it. Right, God, yeah. man. Oh, man. Yes. But that's what this is. Like this story, the journey. I want to tell you guys about this yeah. after here because this is a good one. But 
Uh, then there's Mississippi Moonshine. All right, now this one is a weird, unorthodox one, but you guys are going to like it a lot because it, it's so odd that it works. Uh, and then there's The Price of Eternity. This one's mm. based on Bloodborne. And then Arnold. Rock on. <laughs> you know that one. I'm excited. I figured the best way for me to practice getting that into a feature yeah. film written down and while I'm wrapping up the editing, which, by the way, tomorrow I record with Nick... Then the uh, movie will be out in a yeah. week or two. That's hey, my man. goal. It's been too long, way too long. Ready to have yeah. it done, move on. But anyways, Arnold is the last one. And I want to actually write the book to that or the screenplay. But yeah, those were my ideas. I woke up this morning and just You're right. like flowed. You know, and I, that's when I realized, like, damn, it, not just that, like, being in this house with, with my cousins, you know, it's like... My mind is at ease. Like I, like I think I told you guys before. Like I, I don't mind sharing this on the podcast. Like I, I've had uh, sleeping problems for years, right? I get like anxiety. Like there's something in the room, something like that. I always slept with a pillow mm. on my back, you know. Here, I sleep like a baby. I don't have that. I'm out like a light. You know, I, I don't have nightmares. I don't have night terrors. I'm not waking up through the night at the slightest yeah. noise. Like my cousins play banging loud music and bang doors and shit, and I sleep through. Like I am at ease here. It's very yeah. good, mental-wise. That's so, good. To anybody that's in a bad situation, take it from me, because I was like, oh, it, it, granted, everybody has their own story. I get it. But just to kind of get an idea to you, yeah, life is kind of shitty. But here's the thing. When you're looking at a better situation and you can make the jump, and even though it can be a struggle or it will be a struggle to make that jump, if it's better for you mentally, rip off the fucking Band-Aid. I am a... Yeah, I mean, you guys know this. I'm open on the podcast, but I'm open with you guys. I'm a Christian guy, right? And I like to think that sometimes God is like, you know, guiding things. Not sometimes, all times. It's just part of the faith, right? We all got our faiths. And I think in this one instance, he was literally like, oh, man, you praying for all these good things? All right, let me come in. And they just like ripped me out of that situation. You know what I mean? Because I was like, it's That's like awesome. I was ready to jump into the pool as a yeah. kid with my floaters on. And I was terrified, and I couldn't quite do it. And he was just like, Cut! and then kicked yeah. me in with a Goku <laughs> kick. And I didn't just go to the pool. I shot out to the sea. But that's okay. Yes, you know, so, yeah, man, escape your bad situations. And I don't, I'm not saying that. I don't want anybody coming in here like, well, you don't know my story. You're right, I don't. But try to get out of it if you can. Don't run from it. Embrace mm. it. You face it. If you don't get face out. it. <laughs> exactly, man. Like, like, I don't know, man. I've just been so big on facing... I mean, you guys know. I've been talking about this on the podcast, too. Just facing things yeah. that I didn't know were still there, you know? And even now, like, um, I won't go into details on this one. I can't after the podcast. But there's a certain thing I'm doing that's... Like, today, it, like, I had a revelation on it. It made everything make sense. And it kind of, like, has helped me face traumas that I never even thought about, you know? It's like I've been bottling things up, putting it off to this thing. This became my surrogate. And now it's like, damn, got to fix that. Mental health yes, is a sir. very important thing, guys. And that's what part sure. of my week has been, is realizing uh, what can happen when you change your scenery to something better. Uh, because betterment breeds greatness. You can't, it's, hard to be, it's hard to be a shining light when you're in a sea of darkness and muck. So, here you go. That's my week. I had some great Malazan stuff, as always. Which is funny, the last time... Between what? The last week and this week, I've only read like 30 pages, and it just keeps going. <laughs> like this book. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Anyways, I am done. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to the news. That's fine. Um, officially, we can get into uh, the news. Um, I'm actually going to start this off with 
the Loki trailer that came out. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. So so you know how we have all the Disney Plus series that are coming out for Marvel. Yeah. And uh, Paul, I know since you you have not, I will send it in the Discord. I can find Discord. Discord, please. Found it. Um, but I'll send it to you so you can look at it. I, I Pele gave me his Disney Plus. I need to actually watch it's these pretty shows. Pretty good. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is popping off right now. I'm going front. Speaking of which, Andre, have you been watching that or no? Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet? Andre. Oh. Did we lose him for a moment? Oh, what is this? Oh yeah. Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes, I was actually very confused. I was like, "Oh, okay, we're just sliding Owen Wilson into this movie, into this uh, show." The Loki show looks interesting. I'm not even gonna front. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but I think we lost Andre for a moment. But we'll see if he gets back or not. But I'll let you finish watching the trailer, and then we can. We can talk I'm watching that. the trailer. I, I haven't watched what? this trailer or the new Black Widow trailer. For some reason, I kept staying away from him. <laughs> But oh okay, no 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 no. I, I I like I do want to watch the trailer. I just I kept I okay. kept procrastinating it, I, and I think it's because I haven't started um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet. Because okay, I'm trying that's exactly to, what I was asking. What <laughs> I was gonna because I was asking if you had watched started watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I have not. I have not. And um, so I'm trying right to now. stay Just away from t- uh, Twitter because all I see is is Baron Zemo dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, <laughs> that scene is a small scene, and then um, uh, what's the actor's name? What is the actor's name for Baron Zemo? You guys know. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he did come <laughs> out though. <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah, there was totally more of this dance that just wasn't in the episode. Yeah. And so immediately people were like, all right, so release the Zemo cut. Show us, show us what the hell the rest mm. of this is. And Marvel was like, all right, we got you. Daniel, <laughs> bro, I'm going to say. Uh, uh, D- Daniel, bro, yes. B-R-U bro. with the two dots over him. I need to yeah, look for me. Has to sign the uh, the papers of every word he's ever said. That's incredible. When is the Green Knight coming out? For God's <laughs> sake! That uh, yeah, Loki particular is uh, looks super. It's not at all what I thought this series was gonna be. I'm not gonna spoil it. I guess you gotta look through it, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> this is this is nowhere near close to what I thought the Loki series was gonna be about. <laughs> Because <laughs> I knew it was going to be covering a specific story, sort of, or at least that's what I figured. I figured I knew what the source material was for the show. I, I stand corrected, I do not. Because <laughs> they did, Loki did have a, his own series for a while that was like uh, Loki Agent of Asgard, which was. Well, honestly, it wasn't this. <laughs> Doing cool things with it, though. Thinking so far, just looking at it, at least. 
I think it looks really good, and I'm glad that Disney is making shows now. They're using these shows to do very different things. Like, all of these shows are vastly different from, like, vastly different from each other. WandaVision was, like, yeah. surreal. Technically, mm. very existential, honestly. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is more classic. It's definitely, like, it's it's talking more um, symbolism. Like, it's, it's talking about symbolism and what mm. things can mean to people and ideals clashing more so. But it's it's also got like some really John Wick esque action scenes going on. They're doing some cool things. Loki's gonna be, oh my god! <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Marvel. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Loki. You are knocking it out of the park with your Disney Plus shows. Loki looks like it's Men in Black, but with <laughs> it looks like a like a time version of Men in Black to me. Yes, that's what it reminds me of, but with Loki. <laughs> and better, which. Because which makes this that even weirder because that man budget. cannot be trusted. That man can't. Which oh god, this is the perfect premise. This is the perfect premise, and it's going to see what Marvel has done and what Marvel is getting better at doing, which is what we all always wanted them to just do. Is just do is adapt stories that are already written, make it close enough that it is those stories. <clears throat> Make it close enough to those stories that it is those stories, but still Marvel's own is still an original story that it is its own original story. So do Civil yeah. War, make it close enough to Civil War, mm. but still make it its own. Like, cause this is the movie I've, I've had the comic book already. I want I just want to be able to basically see Screams. as much of Civil War as I can in live action, as much as as much can be translated over but still make it different enough that it is its own it experience yeah like it it's, it's a, a different experience you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to just a play by play that's not what I'm looking for that's not what anybody was looking for when it comes to comic book accuracy whenever any fan has ever said anything about comic book accuracy the philosophy behind that is or the understanding behind that is simply I want it as close as the comic as I can get while still simultaneously being as much of its own entity that is being written originally by some other writer for this universe and this timeline with these yeah. characters who have had this history, okay? I want to see, because... Iron Man still bothers me, man. Think about, <laughs> think about, um... Hmm. No, yeah, forget that. Screw it. I'll just continue using the Civil War um, analogy. Did you enjoy <laughs> Civil War? I, I've, I've started to hear a lot more people on the film critic, film ad adaptation side of YouTube, you know, who, like writers uh, who like to say such and such commentary, you know, uh, what were they called? Mm -hmm. Video essays and all that shit. I've started to see more of, of people. It's nice to listen to. Yeah, uh, for, for film buffs and film enthusiasts and, and comic book fans and geeks and the like. They, there's been this this chatter in my ear. I, I don't know why it just popped up out of nowhere. A lot more people are saying that they don't like Civil War as much as they thought they did. Um, is it because it just has a lot going on? Which is fair. It's basically like an Avengers point five movie, but yeah, yeah. I think Civil War could have been cleaned up a lot more. 
but I still think I mean I mean a lot more. I, I feel like it could have been cleaned wow. up so much gotcha. more. Like for instance, the fact that that line about planting yourself like a tree and mm-hmm. that that line doesn't come from Captain America to Spider Man. Or it come from yeah, Captain America to Spider Man, but it comes from Sharon Carter to Captain America. Mm-hmm. As as a comic book fan, that pisses me off. As a reader of the Civil War uh, storyline, who knows that ironically, you have you have by the chance of the gods, quote unquote, you know, just like the like the the studio execs is what I'm talking about. Yeah, you have yeah. you have this opportunity to have Spider Man in your movie who you haven't had. And when you get him in this film, you don't change it so that Sharon Carter doesn't say that line. She shot Captain America in the original comic. She's the one who killed him. Quote, unquote. Yeah, that is very right? true. How ironic is that? That she would pass this line along in the movie, but... In, 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 but she's the right? one that blasts him. And I guess some people would say, ah... Ah, how, how how but there you go, Dre. There's there's your change. You, you see how it's close enough to the story. You see how it's familiar, but it's still a twist. It's still a change on it, just ever so slight. No, no, I, I don't. I, that's not the case. Why? Because Captain America doesn't die in this film. Captain America doesn't get shot. That that expectation isn't subverted. What if it was Spider Man who did it? What if it was Iron Man who did it? What if it was anyone in that film who had actually? hurt Captain America in a way to say that oh maybe he's in a coma you know whatever you know that's that's not that's not the same thing and then you started hearing oh my god that's why I started hearing that more again because the Snyder Cut came out which I still haven't finished by the way that's because I haven't it's, got it's long you can watch it basically like a show if you wanted to because it's in parts in 30 minute parts yeah so yeah, I'm like, you wanted to do it like that it's, it's definitely possible so that I can catch up with the rest of the world and finally be able to talk about that in the spoilers we will do a spoiler uh, cast of that one for the spoiler, Snyder, Cut. Snyder Cut if you ever watch it it's pretty it's good it's good the Snyder no, Cut Snyder for Justice League I mean we'll do that for Attack on Titan too oh but my like, god you know. I'm so sorry I, I'm so, I still yeah. don't watch that shit too but not anytime soon Right, guys, this ice cream, you gotta understand, I had like two pounds of ice cream, 1,400 calories, right? I, I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> if you ever go to Sonic or any of these places, don't get a fucking large, dude. Get a, get a medium or a smaller. You might think you want all that, and then you eat it, and then you're just like, right. no, I'm good. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> can you handle, can you handle one or two more news? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good for as long as we go. I'm just... If you hear me dipping out a little bit, yeah, okay. that's the only yeah, reason why. It's because of the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's all I was getting at. My boy Scoot. But uh, I feel... 25. All right. <laughs> but I definitely feel you on that, though. Um, oh. Just doing proper... Like, just doing things close enough that it, it's, it's still, like, loyal to its source material, but, like... Because Sharon Carter saying that is weird. But, like, you do have an opportunity in that movie, like, as using an example, to just let Captain America say the line, because it's his line. Yeah. He's the one that says it. And you can just let him say it to Peter. Like, they have a whole conversation in that movie. 
they have like they have a moment and it's like what did he tell you about me and they have this back and forth and when i think about it you could have easily had him just be like nah man sometimes you just gotta make a stand and you plant yourself like a tree and you don't move and it's like all right and peter would probably be like I, I can respect that and continue the fight that they have like you're not wrong it's it's just moments there are moments that people look forward to and even though you can switch them up yeah. and mess with them so like they did the iconic class scene from iron man and mm. cap but it's not in the same place it's nowhere near as many people happening yeah but it's it's cool it's just as cool the like it hits the same way cool. it's still the, the the weight hits just as heavy and you know what you know why i think that change is is even worse because not only is it does it not add something to the story but it takes away for the from the potential of the future of the MCU and for like beginning in that that very movie because you have a character that is Spider-Man who notoriously does not get along with Iron Man and you have him being manipulated in this movie my bad and you have him fight alongside Iron Man and these adults against other adults. But he's like the only kid. He's the only kid. <laughs> like he gets he gets manipulated, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and blackmailed into this fight. I don't care what you say about, oh, Tony said just stay back and web him up. No. You had to have known that, oh, God, I'm not going to have this debate about Civil War. Because, no, I'm not going to do this. That's another rant that I got to go down. The MCU and Spider-Man and Civil War and Spider-Man and, and Black Panther and the MCU. I got to go down that rant. I got to be given that rant. I got I, I to gotta have that day. Because that, I, I don't feel like people are being honest with themselves. I don't feel like people are being honest at all. Especially when it comes to being uh, Black Panther being recast. I don't feel like people are being honest with themselves. I'm just that's all I'm gonna say on that for now. No, I get that. I personally, oh, I'm God, just kind of so, like, God, that that fills me with so much fucking rage, dude. I'm like, just let it happen. It's okay. You can be your cast. Like, we we will never not respect his Black Panther. Thank you. Like, God, it's okay. Man. Like, it wasn't expected. If he had finished the trilogy and then died or something like that, or got to a certain point at a stopping point and then died, it'd be like, you know, yeah. That's he's like that. That's his last. That's his final go, man. He he did a great job the whole way through. But Dude. he only got like one movie, and he's great. He really is. But like, can I be honest? I think it's fair to be like, yeah, we can give this to someone else. Chadwick but, Boseman had. Oh God, I'm not gonna right. no. Let me not. 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 Let's move on, Amani, because that is once I get going on that train, I'm not gonna stop, dude. Uh yeah. Hey guys, before before anything. Because I, I will admit, I was of the one of, like, oh, like the kind that at first was like, oh, you can't recast it. But now, I, I think I found the person. I've been, I've, this has been quietly brewing yeah. in my mind for a while. All right. And, uh, and his name is, uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. No, I'm kidding. Right, let me find a, a good picture to send you guys. Believe it or not, my personal pick, if anything, uh, would actually be you said Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan for his yeah for his replacement. I personally don't want that. See, I don't think that nah. works. No, I get I get I, why this may be unpopular, but, but I, I think I feel uh, like he would do a good job at both, like representing the character, trying to pay respect to Chadwick. It's just a combination of things that he, going into it. My, I feel Mike Michael B. Jordan could bring more to the role as someone that is like 
that was one of my friends that that you know that like dipped out on us and like I'm I'm a due respect to that character by him I'm a due respect by him by doing this character right I feel like he would do it he would do it right and respectfully if that makes any sense but that's just my kind of thing of being like yo do this cause it'd be cool but like I don't know every possible casting <laughs> uh I, I got an idea here hold on yeah let me just send this picture and you guys will either agree or you won't I think, and this is me, guys. Try not to give me too much flack. You might even agree, but I think this guy could pull it off because I've seen him pull off another character. <laughs> you know what? Tell me, just just before we say his name, the people, tell me you can't see him donning that mantle. I think he has a very similar facial structure. He's bigger built, of course, but I think he could pull for, for it starters, off. That's just me. For but starters, at least image wise. Acting-wise, bigger build, good. That is good. True. Because the Black Panther we got, this is nothing he against is Chadwick Boseman's physique. That's, that's the physique of the man. Okay? That's not, that's, that, that's, uh, my Chadwick Boseman, my, oh, excuse me. My Chadwick no. <laughs> My Black Panther. Different. My T'Challa. See, this is how quickly I, you start identifying. This is how quickly you fall into the trap of identifying yeah. a character with a person. Because I thought of T'Challa. I thought of the character. Mm. And my mind said the man's name that played him. This is why you fall into mm. You get the people, no, no one can play him. The man barely got the chance to play him. Is what I was going to get to before I stopped myself. Yeah. He barely got the chance to play him. I'm not kidding. You were in the very, very beginning you were in the very beginning. Get over yourselves. He three. He points. just started. He just started, and he only got one solo film, in which most of that film he got pieced up. He got he got three features. And here's a fan art to kind of solidify. Uh, yes, I think I think this character this character job. doesn't quite have the these as as a black man. I part of me is like. Oh, he's but but you know he's he, God. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. He's a black man. He could play the role. He is a light skinned man Actually, for our black. That fan See, art I have seen this sell. art before. That's sick. That art sells it for me. Yeah, that art does sell. I it think for that's me a actually lot Killmonger. No, that that would that would be for Black Panther, but he I, would just have the gold trim, which he has had in the comics before. I gotcha. All right. Well, for everybody listening, it was Ray Fisher, and I wasn't typing no, 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 no. like, oh, it's a black no, 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 no. Wait, another black. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I, I was no, like, I, I could honestly see him. No, 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 Fisher no. Actually could no I, I absolutely think he has the acting ability to do it. Oh, actually, people would just people. I, I, I am of the minds that is able to see the. Uh, he's a light skin. He's of the light skinned category. So they call it, or, yeah. or uh, complexion. People might be a little upset by. Yeah, people, like, people, yeah. Like I'm, I'm talking about people with. I got you. I got you. I, uh, I found an even better. Hold on. There's no way I can send any of these man's pictures without. I think Ray Fisher <laughs> is a great <laughs> actor. <laughs> I think. 
Trevante Rhodes, the guy that played uh, uh, Adult Sharon yo. in uh, as well as uh, he was in I would, Box. Yo. He could. All right, so Ray Fisher, I like. That's my first choice. But second off, like, this dude could pull it off. Because I think he has the look. You know what I mean? They both have, like, what I would, like, say, like, the like the regal T'Challa look. They, like, the look that Chad yes, Rebozen brought to it. That kind of, like, kingly mm-hmm. presence. You know what I mean? And I think they both would be able to pull that off perfectly. That's, that's, those are, those are dope That's co- my two uh, win points. Choices. Those, those are, are dope, dope choices. choices. Honestly. Thank you. Because, let's be honest, if we get Lakeith Stanfield, <laughs> we've already talked about he Great ass. He's already in the movie, so that's like, why I'm kind of like, nah. Yes, <laughs> Kate. It sounds a little not as regal, but the, that's okay. Unfortunately. Could you imagine him coming in? Like, my name is T'Challa. <laughs> He'd be all fucking, like, boring. He's, he's, like, he's, oh. He does have a very relaxed... It's... <laughs> I, I can't no it's no not, it's, it's, there's, not there's, there's it's nothing against the voice. It's 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 the way he sounds. It's the the nature of his the his nature. That's just who he is. Um, but no, uh, definitely. Oh God, I already forgot his name. Uh, Trevante Rhodes, definitely uh, of those two, mm-hmm. I would cast him first. Purely because, purely because, why would I cast him first? Firstly, because of his skin complexion being closer to that of the people of Wakanda, yeah, that's that that we've seen drawn uh, every, every now and then I've seen uh, amongst the crowd and and in in the comic uh, someone of lighter complexion. I'm not saying they're only dark people in Africa. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying the character T'Challa right. is right. of a darker skin complexion, and within the African American yeah. community, there is a bias within and without. The African American community, there is a bias towards the lighter skin complexion, be it ever so slight, be it dramatically in your face, be it be it huge, be it small, whatever the case may be. And so, to have a character that is, you know, when you when you when you think about how, God, I'm not, I'm trying not to talk about society right now. When you think about how important it is for a young, a small mm-hmm. black boy of dark skin, of a dark complexion, to see that he is not yeah. a villain, and in fact he is a king and can be a king, it's, it's very yeah, important okay, to I have you. that and ha- to have that I got you. Uh, be a possibility in their minds. And that is when I feel like that is the only time that I feel like now you are when you when you don't see it or when you don't see it enough or when you see it being done improperly. You you yeah. You do. And you know what? I would bump Ray Fisher down. My first choice then would be Trevante Rhodes. I think that uh, he can pull it off. And I'm looking at a picture of him right now, uh, right next to Chadwick Boseman, like like the iconic like him looking up, you know, uh, in the suit versus. Uh, Monte Rose. Yeah. I gotta be honest, like, God, I'm just, this is just film brain going off right here. They have a very similar complexion. So, like, it, it's, you know, you could, like, call it same region, even, mm. based on the character. And their facial bone structures, like, like, Chadwick Boseman's obviously was, is leaner, but it's, like, kind of of a yeah. similar, like, mm. 
makeup. So like I, I could see it, man. I could see them. Yeah, working. dude, that's damn. That's that's oh, man, a man, that's a, that's a great. You said what? Yeah, I said man. I hope they oh, approach him. That's actually and approach him to play T'Challa. Yeah, if you're gonna like, if you're gonna recast somebody, obviously don't make a copycat, but like try to make somebody that if they're gonna fill those shoes, like my favorite. My idea would be, okay, we got to get it kind of the region of wherever Wakanda is, right? You want to make sure their bone structure is similar in the face uh, so that the kind of the, the genome is similar, right? So that people can believe that this guy is the Black Panther, right? Otherwise, you're going to be like, ah, it's just a, another one playing the role. Maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't. If you get somebody who, like, uh, 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 what would that be called? Not anthropo anthropological. You know what I'm talking about. Like, matches on a very human level just you know, right, how, right, right, right. yeah you know, they I know what you mean raised up through time right if you can match that at least get it similar and have the person deliver mm -hmm. a darn good performance uh, then uh, then by uh, there you go mm -hmm. that's your new Black Panther and because of that those ideas I mean that's uh, I'm glad you brought that up that makes me think um, <laughs> uh, I have hope for the future because uh, I'm glad they, they, gotta, they just gotta get the right guy so, yeah Oh, Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, uh, he might even be able to pull it off. He has a uh, similar complexion. And, although, I don't know. I haven't seen anything he's been in. Was he uh, been I, haven't seen I haven't seen Tenet yet. All right. What about uh, uh, Black Clansman? Uh, I have not seen I it. Seen I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. But, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I just Damn. haven't seen him. Well, then I can't say him because I haven't seen him <laughs> acting enough. But there you go. I've got my choices. But if we wanted to do an older uh, Black Panther, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> but we got him as Blade, right. so it doesn't really matter. The, yeah, they are using him as Blade. I actually, I think I prefer him as Blade. God, <laughs> I I'm prefer him as Blade, actually. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, uh, uh, oh, God. I, I just want to see Next him up. We... Well, next up, yes. <laughs> we segued. Real next far, up, man. we got some, some more comic book news, so we're sticking on that train. We got, like, a couple of those. Um... So I'm personally excited because Silk is getting a new book. Is she? That's really? what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> um, and apparently they're giving uh, her a okay. slightly different morality uh, from most spider people, which I'm not opposed to because all the spider people are kind of goody-goody two-shoes with the exception of Scarlet. And like, yes, I think it's okay to, Wait, like hers is, isn't of, that uh, bad. Who? Like it's not like she's killing people. She's just more Who willing just to say? accept Silk. Oh. Or you mean like... No, you said, you the, said Scarlet, the one that, and I was like... Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet's like the only one that really has a different morality. Um, Though, recently, uh, they really did show that Peter Parker is the most altruistic. Mm. Because everyone else definitely had a moment recently where they was just like, Yo, just let Norman die, bro. <laughs> like, you look... He called it on himself? Yeah. We don't gotta go save him. All we gotta do is just walk away this one time. This man has, like, put us through a, a lot of stuff altogether. You could you could really just leave. <laughs> yeah. And Peter was just like, I gotta go. And he talked to the whole Spider family. The whole Spider family was like, yo, just, just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> just let him go. But uh, the deal with Silk now is that she's more, she's actually willing to accept rewards and things of that nature. Mm. Whereas Peter Parker is one of those people that is just like, I'll do it because it's the right thing to do. Zook will do it and be like, but she'll question some things. Like, uh, the perfect example that they have in the comic for one of her first issues, 
coming back, thank goodness, like Silk, is the fact that she, it's these people robbing a jewelry store. Are coming in robbing a jewelry store, and um, it's a really expensive like a like a Gucci store or something like that. And she's stopping them, and mm. the criminals are like, "Yo, you could just you could just let us go." I mean, like it's the people that work here own millions, and she's genuinely being like, "You know, I'm gonna be real." You're not wrong. I don't like. I'm stopping you because of the principle. He's like, but like, I'm not even gonna lie. You don't like, have letting to letting you guys dip out with this. Yeah, like letting you guys dip out with this stuff. I'm really thinking about it <laughs> because it like it's Gucci. It's all of this other stuff. Like they will they will not notice a couple bags gone missing. They just won't. Like it'll it'll be a store got hit. It'll get insured. Done. Like he's like, and she's like, I have to stop you, but like. Mm. Like she's she's think she's actually like being like ah it's a little it's kind of messed up maybe I shouldn't actually stop mm. these maybe maybe this is a crime I could have just ignored <laughs> and then like they get done and she she like wraps them up and like gets them out and she's like okay and the lady comes to thank her and she's like is like yo what can we do to thank you and she kind of looks at the jacket that's like sitting over on one of the racks and is like yo is is that on sale because I I wouldn't mind just. I'll take that if you're offering. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at that being like, you know what I'm down. That's <laughs> no, that's cool. That's really now cool. I'll, I'll, now I'll read this because that's different. Now, like, now I have more of an incentive to read Silk because I was already interested in the character, but I, not really, I, was, I, I wasn't interested in the character, but I was interested in the character because I saw that she could be something cooler than what she was in my mind she was just oh let's we don't know what to do with spider-man so let's just do something different oh there's there's this character and uh she also got bit oh and and no, crazy. now like now because they both got bit by the same spider they're both super horny for each other that honestly that was funny honestly oh. honestly <laughs> like i that was cool for like like the horny thing was cool to me for like one issue and yeah, then I was like, about okay, like one issue. Right. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> what what actually makes that a thing? Like, what what would make them being bitten by the same spider horny for each other? That does not make sense. No. Oh no, the, just... it deals more into the mystical side of right. it, where it's like she, they're the um, they're the pairs to each other is the deal. Right. Is the, is the actual deal? Uh, but like, Spider Man has its mystical aspect. Yes. Where it's She's just something very specific. I forgot what she was. I think. She's not the siren because that's Spider Woman, and I freaking hate Spider Woman. Exactly, that's and I, I think <laughs> I, I feel like the I do like the idea of Spider Man um, having a mystical side to it, and the Spider Family having <clears throat> a mystical side to them, and uh, Peter balancing sort of being in this middle of, of being in this world of science and, and mysticism, and not really knowing that. Actually, no, he does know that now, and he's he's coming to accept that more and more. But I. They, they do, man, sometimes they do it well, and sometimes they do it a little bit Poorly. less well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I just, <laughs> this is what makes me interested in Silk now. I've always found her more, I, I personally, I've always found her more fascinating than any of the other ones. Mm. Even Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen is their own story. They are doing more to bring her into the 616, and I'm like, stop just actually like I want to swat down that car. like anytime they make a move she jumps back and forth now but Spider-Gwen anytime they try to be like she's in the 616 I'm like get the yeah. junk out of here she's in her own world leave her there 
it's it's this is and this is the hard this is the problem this is the problem when you finally have cool you you have what people have wanted for so long in your universe but all these characters are, are at least two of these central characters are from different universes you already brought miles morales over for years people are saying yo we want more spider people in this family we want them all to be different we want them to be interesting and we want them all to have Yes, we can. Yeah, I can, uh, that I, can. <laughs> I think it's low to the ground. Not bad. Wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's an airport right. near here, so. Um, That's true. My no, audio is gonna be bad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But just, just people akin to the Bat family, the Superman family, the Flash family, and the Wonder Woman family, people are like yo. And the, the, even uh, let me talk about Marvel Comics: the the Wolverine family, the, uh, the Fantastic Four, the uh, even the X Men themselves. I'm gonna be real. The saddest part about the Wolverine family is that every member outside of X twenty three is kind of crap. Yeah, they all suck. They're all dicks. They all suck. They're all assholes. <laughs> and some people might be like, "Oh, but Deacon's cool." No, no he sucks. Direct Deacon's not that good. He's he's kind of crappy oh, too. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I wanted to mention, Amani, if you go to read Trigun, mm-hmm. like the original, uh, his art is I'm... so good, but also <laughs> so good. It's <laughs> also really so good. Like, what are you looking at? No, like, it's hyper-detailed. There's a ton of, like, sharp lines and detail. It's very good, but, man, it's hard to follow sometimes. I'm sitting here looking at the panel like, what the okay. fuck is going on? Like, but yeah. <laughs> I, just, I was curious. It's very good. <laughs> He's like, it's really good. It was like, yeah, it is. It was also really bad. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, should I should I watch Trigun first? Or should I read Trigun? Okay. Trigun's a good. All right, watch, all right. Here's, here's I'm definitely going to watch it first. Watch it. Oh, not watch it first, but I'm definitely going to watch. Did it. you watch it? Excuse me. Should I watch it first or read mm. it first? Okay, watch it. Okay, listen. So okay. what you should do? Watch it first, right? That'll get you a great introduction to the character and has more of an That's intro, right. more time mm-hmm. taken with him. And then go to read it, and it splits. It's Trigun, and it's only like 20 chapters. And then, you know, the uh, the original uh, manga uh, monthly or weekly thing that it came out in uh, shut down. So it had to end prematurely. And that's essentially what the uh, anime covers. And then you get Trigun Maximum, which is where it picked back up. So my guess, or my take is, watch it first. Really get to know the character. Watch it in English, because yeah, Johnny Young Bosch, you know, the, one of the Power Rangers... Does the voice and he is wow. just perfect as Vash the Stampede because he hits those comedy notes and then when it gets serious, it's mm. it, it gets serious. But um, it's very very good anime, one of the best I've ever seen. And uh, it's you know after that, go read the first bit and then keep reading yeah. through to maximum. If, That's how I like the bit, watching it will definitely Rumble's introduce you optional, to the world well enough that it's like, hey, do I want to continue checking this out? Yep. All right. Cool. Then you you yeah. continue reading because he's like. The manga uh, definitely throws you in. I'm ch- I'm on chapter nine right now. I'm already at a scene that happens on like episode eight or nine, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it just the manga or the show is much better at taking its time and letting you sit with the characters. This manga throws you in. You'll and just be well through. adjusted to concepts and things like that by the time you watch and just exactly. Into the manga. But like, but that's um that's gonna do it for those two as far as Silk and. Um, and mm. Trigon. Uh, next, uh, actually, this is gonna be a side thing. We don't even have to fully talk about this. I just wanna, cause I know that there probably won't be much conversation on it. But part six of JoJo is getting animated. 
It's one of my personal favorite parts oh. for getting Joe Jolene. Is that the one with uh, the girl? Yeah. That's the one where she's... I'm not Joe up, so And I'm like, thank you. Finally. We're getting this. This is also, I'm going to warn everyone now, probably one of the trippiest stands in the entire series happens here. Prepare yourself. Mm. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. You don't hear music in the background, do you? But as far as uh, the next thing on the news, Speaking I'm going to put this uh, Batman long... Yeah, we're going to speed it up. Tell my Batman the Long Halloween. Yes, the trailer. I feel like that needs to be talked about. Yep. Yes. Batman the Long Halloween looks awesome. Dude, I'm gonna throw it in for Paul. Jensen Ackles is a great Batman. He is. He's. I'm. I'm so. I'm. So, I'm honestly. I now want to see him in a because uh, he he did wear a uh, Batman costume for Halloween. Um. And Jensen Knuckles is very that. yeah he, he he dressed up in a very cool Batman costume you know there's definitely a lot of work that was put into it but we're <clears> talking <throat> about uh, the Jensen Knuckles famed of uh, Supernatural or of Supernatural fame uh, who plays Dean alongside his brother Sam yes. in that show which has now ended it's it's ended after such a long long run. Um, and Jensen Ackles is also way longer than it should have. <laughs> it, 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 man, a lot of people were on. I'm not gonna talk about that ending because I haven't watched it. But people, people, <laughs> people weren't quite as pleased with the ending it being a, a paradise and heaven ending and, and all that thing. When apparently the the most of the show, the whole of the show is is really singing. Oh, I'm not gonna. This looks I'm not gonna so talk about that. But anyways, Jensen Ackles who voiced Red Hood. Also in Batman Under the Red Hood, and who in yes. Supernatural there is a there is a very it's 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 a recurring thing that Dean's character says I'm Batman. You know Jensen, you'll hear <laughs> Jensen Ackles say that all the time. I'm Batman. Just and because. now the man is Batman. Bro, Jensen Ackles was also the killer. He, that he was he gets to be <laughs> in that mind shot. Now he gets to be Batman. And he sounds, uh, honestly, bro, I waited, I keep saying honestly, bro, I, I waited for, uh, I don't know how long I waited uh, into this trailer until he says his first line. And I think that they did that on purpose. Because so many people were like, I just can't <laughs> wait. And, and I, I'm grateful for the excitement for Jensen Ackles for this, uh, from the fans. Most people are too quick to judge, but everyone was super excited to hear Jensen Ackles as Batman and to see, finally have him embodied as Batman. And I know that they hyped up how he would sound as Batman by not having Batman actually speak in the trailer or having a scene where he speaks in the trailer up until the point that he does. Because it's long enough that you're like, all right, come on, let me let me get some Batman action. Let me, let me let hear, me hear, Batman, let me hear yeah. Batman say something or do something or whatever. And you finally hear him, or at least if you're me, if you're like me, you, you hear him and you're like, yes, dude, he sounds good. <laughs> That's a Batman that I can get alongside. That's a Batman who I don't mind saying yes. If mm. Kevin Conroy, Jensen Ackles, uh, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, I, that's, I would put his name up. I would already, I'm, I'm telling you, I would already say he is, I'll put him up there with Kevin Conroy as a definitive it. Batman voice. Much like I would say Troy Baker mm. And Mark Hamill are definitive Joker voices. Oh yeah, yeah. Troy Baker does a great job. Mm -hmm. 
Mark Hamill. Like it's it's surprising how well he did. Yeah. Um, I love the art style for this. I like. I actually really like the shadowing. Yeah. And Halloween and how they did. One thing that disappoints me though, it's just a tiny little thing, that the long Halloween is known for Batman with the long ears. <laughs> we don't get that. We don't get Batman with the long ears. I wanted to see the stupid long ears just for once. That's <laughs> fun. That's you know what? I'm actually. I didn't even think about that. This harkens back to what we talked about and fixing characters. They you know what? You know what? I wish they kept that old style too, man. Jeff Loeb, I think, was the artist, right? Or was he the writer? The the Tim style, the, artist, mm-hmm. the, the style so, and art, art and feel fuck, of the comic talk. of Off. Batman: The Long Halloween artist um, provides <laughs> in my mind a difference than the art style and feel of the movie, uh, and yeah. that like yeah. even the the choice of the voice actor, like for instance, if we would have gotten uh, a direct translation as far as art style and, and mood and tone even in the shadowing of the long halloween uh, when you're looking at the comic book uh, that batman sounds <clears throat> older to me that batman sounds uh he 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 sounds different he sounds scarier yeah. to me he sounds different because the long halloween yeah. looks and feels it's 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 halloween yeah you know? the whole style yeah. it, it gives me scary. this tim burton feel Beautiful. um which is why i I'm so accustomed to feeling uh, this Tim Burton Nightmare for Christmas esque uh, emotion or, or, or mood or feeling or whatever. Yeah, dude. Remember his, Joker's his teeth. God, yeah. man. And and that's just like it's Halloween. It's Halloween. You know what? What <laughs> else? What else are you gonna say? Tim Burton. Freaking he he memorialized he cemented that feel as something being directly associated with the, the spirit of horror and that, that that holiday so Batman having long ears like that that definitely fits but Dead what an opportunity it was to have that in this movie <laughs> god that would have been cool I'm like yes but I am gonna go to the next one Andre you're gonna love this yes one. and you've already seen it but we gotta I gotta go talk about this one next. okay so Pac-Man 99, bro, how you feeling? You know what? We know you were so... How you feeling about Pac-Man 99, sir? <laughs> the hell Pac-Man 99. So remember Tetris? It's a battle royale. again oh, another Pac-Man. reason why I need a Switch. <laughs> <sighs> it's like Tetris Royale, but it's, uh, it's Pac-Man, Pac-Man. One of Andre's favorite games. <laughs> God, I, I, honestly, I... I, I can't even talk much about this because I'm just going to watch the trailer again because I want to play Pac-Man now. <laughs> I just want to see it again. So, so like, but yes. this this Pac-Man Roy, uh, Pac-Man Royale, Pac-Man 99 is an example of how the games of old really are timeless. Like, you can create, you can do anything with these. You, you, like, I... I, I'm the, the fact that this game there's still something new coming out for Pac-Man there's still something else <laughs> it's just so rude wait so it's a, P- yeah, it's yes. a PvP Pac-Man, Pac-Man. <laughs> yes and every time you what? kill a ghost you send them over to the other areas that idea is that idea is um, uh, that the fact that there's a multiplayer it's like Tetris Pac-Man has already yeah. been 
uh, played around with with even I, if I'm if I'm wrong correctly, even with the arcade cabinets, you know, just that there are multiple um, joysticks and, and buttons with which to have multiple people playing on the same screen, and that's why your high points matter, uh, high score matters. If I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. unless I'm, you know, some sort of uh, what do they call it, Mandela effect, Mandela effect. This God, man, the sensory overload <laughs> of what's happening. Yes. But launches April seventh. It's uh, out. Yep. Have you ever played? Um, oh, I like the championship edition too. of Pac-Man, like the uh, XD, like the super hyper stylized version of Pac-Man, where it's like you get like chain combos with how you can kill ghosts. It, it does the thing literally that's in this trailer, where you just start hitting a line of ghosts and it gets faster right, right, and faster right. and faster. Like, <laughs> by all means, if you mm-hmm. haven't, go check that one out. Like you've, that one's a really fun version i think i have it do i still have it on my pc because i definitely saw it and was just like let me yeah pac-man championship edition 2 go cop that if you can it's, it probably doesn't cost much anywhere if you grab it you'll just have a fun time i promise you <laughs> this is it's just like tetris 99 except it's just i feel like this is more disrespectful i feel like it's more disrespectful <laughs> Oof. but that's just me Dude, I'm I'm just I'm I'm looking at the trailer. It's something else that's in the docket for Jin. Oh, the Jin. Oh, so you want to see? Okay, so we can talk about this one. The Jin is Jin is pretty good. I remember looking at this one and being like, okay, all right. I like this. (laughs) We're doing this. I'm very excited for this. I want this. If you guys want to talk about some freaking gin, and y'all want to talk <laughs> about this, you're stepping into my territory now. Horror, the horror movies. Take over for this talking one. about magic. <laughs> talking about talking about some. What it, What do you mean gin? Some, what, you what do you know about a gin? What do you think a gin is? Andre? You're a gin. What do you think a gin you're, is? A genie. Do, do you know what a genie is? is? Do you know what genies come? The name genie comes from the word genie. No. But I know, I, all right. So, have you ever read the book series? Um, oh God, what it, it's a uh, fuck! I have them. Uh, the Bartho, I have the, not. Bartimaeus talk, trilogy. Talk to me about it. You might have seen them as a kid. They had like the. I'm gonna look it up. Cover. Spell it for me. Anyways, that sounds. Like, in it, uh, Bartimaeus, a B A R T I M A E U S. So in it, like okay. Bartimaeus, I'm pretty sure is like a djinn that the kid summons to like do his bidding, and he wants to fucking kill the kids. I've but seen. they're like, that's how they do magic. So it's I've like a never read them, because I used to walk around. But you've I've seen, seen them, these right? Books everywhere, right? And you'd be like, the I want to buy that. It looks so cool. Uh, Jonathan Stroud. Yeah, dude, I have all three of them now. Like, Whoa. actually, shit, I, they might be back at Mark and Karen. No, we won't oh, recover sucks. this. I hope not. But that's yeah, dude, cool, it um, man. what's it called? Dude, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it has gins. That's what introduced me to it. I was like, oh, so it's demons that you summon, that do your bidding, and they're like old Aramaic, uh, or old Arabic. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, like, mm. that, that's usually the idea. Yeah, so. Gins are cool though. This this trailer. Let me talk about this movie. Andre, please this don't. Bro, I, I, I can't get in trouble. I, I promise you, I'm alright. This oh, that's trailer. Fucking terrifying. You see that? You see that thing smiling behind him, bro? Yes. And the yes, fact that, that yes. Think about that. Think about that the premise. A genie, you have to speak to wish, right? 
to oh like mm-hmm. genie and the lamp. It, this is this is obviously a spin. It's because this isn't a genie and the lamp story. It's not a lamp. Okay. There's no it's lamp. It's not a lamp. I promise you, there's no this, lamp. This is not. This is not a slave. Okay. This genie is not a slave. This is not something that you just summon yeah. and think that you're gonna get it. It's gonna do you your bidding. It's yes, a, it's a deal, a deal you have to make, right? And you have to. Don't you have to? Yeah, sorry, ask, I'm over talking. Ask, ask, like, ask. Continue. So isn't it also like because like, they do this in the books, if I remember correctly, like in order to converse with it and to kind of trap it there so it doesn't immediately attack and harm you, you have to like put down like the pentagram and put like the right candles. There are there are many forms of protection. There are many forms of protection. There are many ways in which to... Uh, honestly, I would say if you if you feel that you need to put something down to trap something, to communicate with it, you probably don't want to communicate with that thing. Unless, unless, yeah. unless you are a warlock. Unless you are a dude. Unless you are... Man! I, no. Let me tell you something, man. Man, I, <laughs> this is not the place for me to talk about this kind of stuff. This is this Dude, is some weird this shit. is a knowledge that does not belong on this podcast. This is this is this is ancient, hidden. Okay, occult simply means hidden. Okay, you played Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Lord Croft. You played that. Guess what? You're into some occult cool. shit. Okay, if you've played any video game, if you've played Hell, any you game, play Hellpoint, you know. you're into occult shit, ladies and gentlemen. I want to break down this barrier, okay? I this is not the podcast to do it, but I want to break down this barrier. I'm gonna break it down with words. I'm gonna break it down with because a lot of you people don't know, a lot of you guys don't know what you're saying. You don't know what words you're using. You're making understandings, and you, you're not really making understanding. You're not coming to understandings, rather. You're being told things. You're being told to understand things and to understand them a certain way. You're being given your thoughts and your opinions. You don't have that many of your own. I want to break down that wall for you guys. I'm going to start with words. Because this trailer is cool. And lots of people <laughs> should go see this movie. But I don't want people I don't want people going, Oh, that's that's that black magic. I'm gonna stay away from that. That's that that's that that's that darkness. That's not witchcraft. I'm gonna stay away from that. Listen. Oh listen. yeah. That's the worst. We're talking about fundamental it, forces of the universe. Okay? Let's throw out. Let's throw out that whole magic word, because I'm gonna break that down, because everyone's doing it. Magic is magic is as simple. Magic is as common, as as breathing and blinking. It is an autonomic func- function. You're doing it whether or not you believe it. You're doing it. I'm letting you know that. That is. I'm letting you know that. If you want to learn, the information is out there. But I'm telling you, you're doing it. Go learn. I'm telling you. This movie is cool. The, the fact that this kid in. can't speak, but he can only, he's the only one that can see this thing. This, have you guys seen the movie Hush? Yes. That reminds me of yeah. this movie. Or oh, this movie reminds me of that. To not be able so to, rude. instead of, whereas she couldn't speak because she was mute as a result of not hearing. And so, so, so the whole premise mm-hmm. of Hush is she can't speak. The premise of this movie is that the boy, what a perfect vessel through which to tell this story. A, 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 a childlike uh, lens. The, 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 the reality of a child, a small boy. He can't speak. This makes this He's mute. so much more horrifying. Yeah, uh, so let me, let me read the synopsis, because, man, I'm, 
I watched the trailer. I'm super impressed with this. The story follows a mute 12-year-old, Dylan Jacobs, as he discovers a mysterious book of spells inside his new apartment. Grieving the loss of his mother and feeling isolated from everyone except for his father, Dylan performs a ritual that promises to deliver his heart's desire to have a voice. But he soon discovers that every gift has a toll when a sinister jinn Jin, arrives to collect his soul. Now trapped in his new home with nowhere to hide, Dylan must find a way to survive until the stroke of midnight or pay the ultimate price. That's a cool story, man. And he has no, I hope it really scares good. the crap out of me, dude. It's not going Imagine. to, but I, man, I invite it to. I welcome it to Imagine give me the heebie Just wanting to live. Bro. Just wanting to live. You're trapped in your own, wanting to live. You can't leave your own house. My mother can't died. Leave. My mother died. The only person I'm close to is my father, and I can't speak. Oh no! I can't even tell him. I can't even. Right I can't now. even scream for help. I can't even scream for help. Think about that. <laughs> He's a kid, and he can't even I have no mouth, but I must scream. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, this movie is going to be... That's also another thing I'm just going to randomly recommend to those who have never read mm. that. By all means, please, if you've never read the short stories of I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, please go read those. Those are awesome. That's just a side thing. I'm just going to put that out there. If you've never read those short stories, like that collection, mm. please do. It's so good. Mm. <laughs> but, um... Next up, I'm going to pull up an action movie that's in the exact opposite direction of this. Because I saw this and I was like, hey, yo, John Berthold. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh we got oh, yeah? What do we got here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This movie is called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Which, to be fair, pretty good title by default. Long, but it kind of makes you think immediately. You're like, oh, right. oh, oh. Okay. This is the one, uh, this is, this, thumbnails of Angelina Jolie in this movie are all over my YouTube, home recommended. Yeah, it's Angelina, well, <laughs> I, I literally just screwed up her entire name, even though you just said it, and I already <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Angelina <laughs> just Jolie. went to say it, and it's like, oh. Um, uh, hold on. But this is good. This is good looking. Why can't, why is my, it's so, it's, oh, okay, hold on. So Discord is prioritizing you guys' voices, so it's not. I'm going to. How is that why? Yeah, I'm just gonna pull it up on my laptop. Uh, those who wish me dead, yes, and pull it up on YouTube. Those who wish me dead. Why do you wish me dead, bro? Angelina Jolie looks like my sister. <laughs> or rather, Amanda looks like her, and I gotta be honest, I hate my sister. Yo, this God. really just popped we, off. No. <laughs> you know, let, me, let me get this out real quick, since I like the keel on this podcast. All right, just very briefly. I I understand just the, the mental difference in us now, all right? So I was at my mom's. We brought up politics. I won't go into that. But instead of trying to explain her side, she just called us all a bunch of ignorant effing men and uh, just got angry and told us to shut the F up. So I was like, well, I can say whatever I want just as you can. You're not defending your claims, I am, so please explain to me. And blah, 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 Short, long story short, she got angry and like walked away and I was just sitting there calm and looking at her like, what is your problem? Mm. Oh, God. Fair enough. 
to think she kicked me in the head in the womb. Mm, I owe her. Okay, I really want to talk about the editing on this trailer because this trailer is <laughs> done so clean, bro. <laughs> I, lo- I love when they take the beat of whatever song. First of all, they got Johnny Cash in the background of this. <laughs> and second, I love when they take a weapon or a punch or anything and just make it a part of the song. So, yeah, the song, boy. As far as editing. It's That's one of hot. my favorite things. That's hot. <laughs> I love that. That's, yeah. that. Man, that gets you amped up. That fires you <laughs> up. You feel that in your balls. Sooner or later, cut you down. They really got... Cut you down, <laughs> and they got John Berthold as a cop just going in. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, I'm watching this. Tra- Bro, oh, this trailer see, just okay. I just had to go look at it again. This is this stuff that the trailer's doing with the music. This is what I want. Oh, yeah, in movies more just act- as an actual scene, like kind of the quote unquote movie, music yeah. video, you know, yeah. Oh, this kind of editing is so perfect. clean, bro. Oh, this is why I want to make music. I can't wait to see this personally. This looks super interesting. Um, best way to describe this uh, for those that aren't watching: it is a Firewatch, um, and Angelina Jolie plays a Firewatch who accidentally gets some of her squad, like some of the actual firefighters, killed by reading the wind wrong. So she feels guilty, but she's still doing her job. But she feels really downtrodden on a lot of. Hold on, she did what? Um. Yeah, she was a firewatch who misread the wind oh, she, and got okay. an entire squad of firefighters Ooh. killed. She misread it, told them to drop in a place that wasn't actually safe, and when they dropped in, they got God, killed. Going um, so she feels bad. While doing her job, she finds this kid that's just dipping through the forest, her forest. She catches him and was like, hey, what's the deal? Why are you running? What's the problem? Kid's like, yo, are you with them? She's like, I don't know who them are, but like, we're going to get you out of here. Upon driving him back, niggas just pull out machine guns and start firing on the car. Like you just see, (laughs) just start getting lighting things up, and you're like, "Ooh, this child is important, I guess." (laughs) And John Berthold plays a cop who is, we're gonna assume, is very cool or friends or maybe romantic interests with Angelina Jolie's character. But either way, he's a cop, really good cop. I might add. This man's good. He's not like your average cop. It's very clear he's a super cop, maybe ex-military or something. Let's be real, it's John Berthold. He's probably playing somebody that knows how to fight, bro. (laughs) That's just usually what he does. (laughs) He's playing somebody that knows how to fight. And so you now have these two characters protecting this child from whatever it is this organization wants him for. Whoever it is that wants him, they want this kid. (laughs) with this kid really bad and thus we have those who wish me dead it looks good <laughs> it looks good by all means if you haven't checked out the trailer go look at it I can't wait to go see this <laughs> this is for me Angelina Jolie's return to film oh it is isn't it about time oh even the comments people are saying that she's people a great are saying, actress yeah, so uh, the queen has returned the legendary action packed actress returned everyone wants her back yeah, yeah, Miss McQueen, Angelina Jolie. Why did she ever leave? Her fam- family, Probably health, for her family, health, uh, personal reasons. We all have to. T- Honestly, the film. Oh, God damn. The film industry, man, Paul, you and I, brother, that is. That is a. 
that's got to get in have to fix things because that place sucks the life out of people, man. That place is a tool that is being used against people that uh, people that work within the industry, people that enjoy the the common man enjoys the industry, and it's just pumping out bullshit. Or it was. I'm starting to see more content, man. Everywhere, as the world comes back to life, things are coming back to life. Literally, the new year is spring. The new year is marked by spring. I don't care what anyone tells you. The new year is marked by spring. Everything comes back to life. Paul, you have been having such an amazing amount of amount of growth lately. You as well, Amani. All of you, like everyone is. Everyone is. <laughs> man, it we're 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 coming to life with the planet. The new year is not in the dead of winter. That's what? What? That's what? 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 Hmm. No, no. God, man, this, this, and Hollywood is going to. I decree it. Paul, you and I will do it. This, this, this movie, God, man, I just need Dune to come out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Fuck, I just forgot about Dune. He's like, Jesus. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was such an angry amount of rage. That movie should mm. never have been delayed. I'm just saying. <laughs> they should have sucked it up. That's and not true. It. You got to get right. it done properly. Right? And you got to do what you got to do. Well, that's true. Yeah, I want to see it in IMAX. But still, oh my God, the sandworms in IMAX. I'm, did I'm you read like the book? Halfway right? through. Did I budget? <laughs> no! <laughs> Keep going. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, Dune, Dune looks good. The problem is we might not get the sequel to finish up the first no. book because, uh, you know, uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet and Denis Villeneuve are against uh, HBO Max right now, taking away like money from them or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, because I think in their contracts they're That's guaranteed a certain amount of the actual tickets, but because it's never hitting theaters. No, y- yes, exactly. they sh- they should I need them to fight that. I I need them to fight that. Yeah. I I agree cuz think about it one day you and I are going to be releasing movies, okay? So we're going to be in movies, releasing movies, all of that. So it's like if the studio's taking the money from whatever and we're only getting from ticket sales, but now yes. they of course they're going to keep the they're going to keep implementing, you know, the ticket sales versus uh, online buying because there's money there. Right. People don't always want to But leave like outside Right. Outside of myself, outside of myself, I I I need I need that to be fought because people do need to go out to the theater. That is that was a side and aspect. Yeah. Of bonding, that was an experience. That was that was akin to yeah. Man, like going to the theater might have well might as well have been Fourth of July fireworks every time you do it for people. If instead of just being once a year, it's, it's you know whenever we go to the, mm. the movies, man. That's that's an event, bro. That's a fun, we had a yeah. ball. That's dude. a fun we always time. had a ball. Yeah, we all went, had fun. Yeah, and then we'd all go get food. Exactly. You know, and we'd sit and talk for hours. Like that was a great day. Every time we did it, we like you, me, uh, Amani, Pele. I don't know why I said it in that order. Yeah. It's weird. Us guys here. And then we had Pele and then other people and shit. We would always go and do stuff and go see a movie. I think we've been doing that, what, since 2017 Long through uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Early 2020, guys, we did that. Yeah. Long time, four years of that. And then we had to take a break from COVID. But 
And the last movie I saw in theaters was Bloodshot. I don't want it to be the <laughs> no, last theaters. Right? Like, I'm not. They're coming back. It's I'm not, not about to. It was to good, but it wasn't that Listen, good. I'm not. I don't put anybody at risk, and I don't make unnecessary risks. I'm not the kind of. I'm too smart to be making unnecessary risks. I am not normalizing staying inside my house all the time. I'm not doing it. I'm going to go outside, mm-hmm. and I'm going to create things for people to experience outside. Okay, go. It's, the world is huge. Go outside. There are lots of interesting Get people out. next to yeah. you. Go outside and talk to them. Communicate with them. Bond with them. Connect with your common man. We may be in dangerous times, but it doesn't inherently mean that you have to cordon yourself off. You don't have to. Do not be safe cut about it. From people. Yeah. There's rules about it. Oh, are, are you saying you're willing to hang out now? Mark? No, I'm just saying there's gonna... rules about it. <laughs> what rules? What, what rules? rules? No, no, no. As far as like with COVID and everything like that, I'm saying like there are rules about that. Like you, what, who, not against what you're saying. I'm what saying are the like, rules? No. I'm in agreement. We with will have oh, this just, talk. just to let let people Keep your clean hands after oh, the okay. show. Sure. We'll, we'll do. <laughs> no, I don't want because I just don't want to bring yeah, politics into the episode yeah, right now. As we're as we're so long. Oh no, this this one was less of the less of politics. No, we are three hours like. Wait, dude, we really yeah, are right. three Let's, hours. We'll, uh, <laughs> it's a long episode. You know? Let's, let's start to wrap it up. Good point. So, <laughs> okay, cool. Yo, hey. So, Rage 4, <laughs> getting a DLC. I'm excited. This chick looks awesome. This is Estelle, one of the bosses in the game. I can't believe they made her a real girl now. <laughs> I like how to share that with us, you go, I've decided this chick <laughs> looks awesome. This chick looks awesome. <laughs> I've decided this. Deciding so, it like is. You know what? Right on, brother. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. She looks cool. <laughs> no, I've never played a Streets of Rage, and I, I've man, I've always wanted to. You should play. Yeah, four. dude. We could play with new characters. Estelle. Four is yeah, really dude. Good. She looks amazing. You and your brother should just go through Streets of Rage. Absolutely, right? straight will. up. Bro, who's the big dude with They're the adding, cyber like, arms? Moves and things like, like I want to create a character like these characters. Area. I want to create an Estelle. I feel it. Oh, because <laughs> these these people are dope. All of the Streets of Rage characters for like all of the designs for four specifically are really cool. Yo, she has her Yuri attack, bro. Man. Is this? Oh god. Yeah, I love the art for this. I like the fact that it, it it's, it's of, so clean. It's it keeps the there's there's this retro. I'm not gonna. Oh god, how dare I? I'm not gonna call it a filter, but do you see like the 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 layer? No, it is. The, there's, the there's, the a retro, there's a retro. There's a retro. Retro like. Uh, yeah. There's a retro yeah, yeah, yeah. that they, they'll put in randomly. Like, uh, both both of those art styles. It's and it's not even like it's the, like I said, it's not an art style because they're not the they're not different things. It's like this layers added on top of certain parts. That's so cool, man. Or maybe they are just to get it to look like know. those classic games. No, yeah, they're, they're layers. There are some of them because what it is is uh, Street Fighter Four Four has uh, classic characters as mm-hmm. well in there, which are just straight up the sprites from the old games with their own moves from the old games. Yeah, okay. But most of the time they look like the game looks like that and whenever it jumps into that old looking style, they do put a filter mm. on it. So it's it's a it's a it's a layer of like a classic CRT style like television. And you're still in the same art style, but it looks like it's pixelated now. And it looks cool. Mm. I was like I can't I can't wait. This thing waited long enough to give me DLC and now that they did it, I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly play as these characters. Thank you. 
I appreciate you. When does this? Uh, when could we say? When when could we let our listeners know that you'll be getting access to this? Or did it? Did it say? Actually, let me let me. I don't remember it saying. Maybe I was paying attention. I'm trying to look for it myself. I don't see a release date. Hmm. I actually don't see a release. I guess it's just an announcement for now. Okay. Copy. Which is fine by yeah, me that, because yeah. I didn't think it was getting anything. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I want it. I won't complain. <laughs> but yeah, by sh- for sure, you and your brother should go through this and just play it as much as possible before uh, this comes yes. out. Yes. Speaking of which, he is giving me the signal right now. Uh, I'm going All to right. have to end this soon. Simply because, simply for noise. Simply for noise sake. Okay. Is, yeah. So I will do one more. St- I was trying to do one more story anyway. So we'll we'll do this last one, and this is from the keep an eye on section because I feel like this always we gotta we find something that you gotta keep an eye on. Go look at it, find out about. We gotta at least bring it to people's attention, and it, this is called Unbeatable, which is a Kickstarter project that's being done. It's already reached its goal. I'll say this, but still go support it. You'll get more tears. And. Just click on Anime this trailer and just understand how dope this game is. With a heavy focus on music. Bro, it's emotions. got 102,000 They have exactly. met their pledge. But... <laughs> they they made it. I do it anyway. Put more to it <laughs> if you want. On a game where music Bro, is they really always use crimes. It. Yes, please. Exactly. That is the tagline for this, and I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like, if you guys ever wanted to go look at the trailer for this, it looks clean. It is, uh, it is a really simple game, honestly, but it has, like, t- I almost blew my eardrums out. Wait a minute. <laughs> Just going back to the trailer. It's a really simple game. Uh, most of It's a beat, like, rhythm game that really just uses up and down, but it does have an entire adventure game, like Andre was saying, like, feel to it also. So when you're not doing oh, it's a rhythm, rhythm game, game things in your fights, because this is what it is, it's technically a fight that's happening, um... You are walking around and talking to people and learning about stuff in the world. Also, I, I oh, do you man, hear this like, tra- like this trailer that they're doing right now? As they explain it, because it's so clean. It goes along with the actual song they are playing as they're talking about it. It's it's nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is clean. This is also an aesthetic I love. It actually has a really dope art style, guys. You guys should. Go, just go back. Just go back it. Go back it. Bro, this looks so <laughs> good, actually. That's what I'm saying, man. But um, Eve, guess. Bro, it's like a Persona game, where you play everything, but then like the combat is, the exactly. rhythm stuff. <laughs> and it's oh, it's man. cool. It's just one of those things where it's like, hey man, you're like, go go keep an eye on this. This is an indie game that's being developed. If you want to go back something really cool, go back this. Go put money into this. This is this is cool. Go check it out. Unbeatable. You can find it right on Kickstarter. Like we said, it's already been backed, but adding more money just allows them to do more things with the game. So I'm, it can only I'm, grow at this point. Uh, my absence, I'm explaining now by watching this trailer. I just got hypnotized. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going like, back yeah, in. Right. See you guys in a second. <laughs> He's gonna have to go back and understand. They got funded in it's good. 
And once again, it's got that art style that like we we love all so well. We just it's just clean. What's that? hundred. You know what it actually reminds me of, Paul? Have you ever seen Fully Cooley? Uh, I have not yet, bro. It's been on my list. Dude, for like you should 10 go watch it now. Fully Cooley is like six episodes. It won't take long. <laughs> it's just really good. <laughs> They're at $102,000. Fully Cooley. Didn't they get a sequel? It uh, did. I didn't finish sequel. it, though. They had, it, had a, it, got a, it got two sequels, actually. It got a second one and a third one. Just because. And I started the first one. wasn't Well, I started the second one. I already watched the first one. I started the second one. I was enjoying it. I just never finished it. But, uh... Bro, Dude, I like looks... the... Uh, if you scroll down, it looks like a Does PS1 oh. box art to explain it. Half rhythm game, half adventure game, all unbeatable. It's so cool. Oh, dude. This is so God, retro. This is so man. retro. Like the. Uh, I feel like. Go back this game. I'm gonna cry. Just the look, the feel. <laughs> dude, did you yes, see? Bro, Dre, are you looking at the, the box game, art? Half adventure game, all it's unbeatable. So, like, I haven't seen something like that this since so the PS1 clean, game. This is amazing. Why did they stop these kinds of box dude, arts, I, man? I because they're too creative. They make you feel good, because <laughs> they make yeah, you cause, feel cause good. <laughs> the first ever video game with a story. I like that. It's got stars next to it, letting you know that's bullshit. Like I said, man, it's just. I don't know what, what this. Oh man, Huge this just hit level. the jet set radio part of my childhood. That kid, the, yes. that kid inside <laughs> me, that like that jet set radio is sort of like the temple. And all, all, all of these, like it's that that game. Oh my God, I love Jet Set Radio. They even have a proper breakdown of where all the funds and stuff are going. So, actually, oh, have a small percentage. Ten percent is going to merch, and seventy-four percent is going to development. Oh, bro, her name <laughs> is Beat. Exactly, I like, love it. People, please. <laughs> her name is Beat. <laughs> Bro, this is Beat used to like try to sing. Game. Now she sings. Oh my god. Hopefully she'll be able to figure <laughs> all this out before things get worse. Yeah, you don't try to do stuff. You do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, whatever your passion, whatever your dreams, don't aspire to do it. Do it. Oh, I, I'd like also, to call myself just... an astrophysicist, but you know, I I didn't go to college and get the degree. No, you're an astrophysicist, bro. Do you read about it? Do you study it? Do you love it? You're an astrophysicist. Well done. You just don't have you just don't have the credentials. That's yeah, that, 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 who, <laughs> credentials. Here's another game. Beat Astral used to try Ascent. to sing. Now she sings. She Quavers, sing. the young, smart, and, and the tenacious backbone of the band. What? The young, smart, and the t- whatever. Even at her lowest moments, you can't you can't tell her to just give up. You couldn't pick up better guitars for this band. Trouble is the kind of guy who would rather be doing anything else than the thing he's doing right now, but he will still do it, and you can't stop him. He's sardonic and quiet and just wants to vibe, and nobody will ever let him. In contrast to her twin brother, Clef is loud. Like, loud. Dude, even... Oh man, there's so much yep, character. Like there's so much personality. <laughs> even in the way that... Man, whoever wrote this... They're talking yeah, the about way they're talking yeah. about this. It's it's of the same personality as the game, of the game itself, and it's 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 so good when you have this level of character mm. in what you're mm-hmm. doing. 
Yes. 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 You can have yes. my money. I will back this. Yes. <laughs> my, my money is your money. This. Hey, how about that? <laughs> you hungry? Let's go eat. Huh? Exactly. Bro, they call J.G. Wentworth. For <laughs> three hours. But how did you guys feel about that trailer while you were looking at it? Because, like, the way it's made to me is so It's good. made perfectly. I had my headphones perfect, <laughs> like, maxed out. It, what were you saying, Paul? Yeah. Like, I, I haven't felt... I was No, you could. Uh, I was just saying, like, I'm going to buy this game, and I haven't felt something like that in a very long time. I don't know. It was just this, like, fun, whimsical thing that, like, even, like, fun, whimsical games nowadays have not hit me with. It, this feel, it felt like yeah. a game from a bygone era. So by this means, was... Uh, go go, ooh, ladies go and gentlemen, support unbeatable. Amani Brown, you get... A round of applause for bringing this to the the attention of the uh, yeah. You read Mistborn, you get, yeah, so you man. actually read hey man, I gotta hit This you episode is for you, you my man. Cyberpunk. Absolutely. Oh, and you're gonna have man. You've ranted on this episode. You read Mistborn. You brought this gem to the table for all of us. And oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Funded in 15 hours? <laughs> yep, you said it. <laughs> it still has a month, like about a month ago. It has 27 days to go. Guys, there's so much time to just help this do better and make sure that they make the best possible product. But like, no, really, just, just you're only, by out. funding this still, <laughs> by, by, you are, you are pouring so much good resources, so many good resources into this. Every, every dollar, every bill, every penny, I mean, you know, I, I shouldn't speak for them, but I can only assume that it will just be going to making this a more complete game. And the trailer alone is, is man, this is just, you guys already know I like looking at pretty stuff. Here's a sell for you guys. Oh, yeah. If you technically just go fund the game right now, um, it is $27 USD. If you hit $27, they just give you a copy of the game when it comes out. Mm. And you get a Discord role. Yes. It's, so it's, I will read it so it's really just Plus $27. $27 or more. Just Unbeatable is the name of this tier. You get a PC copy of Unbeatable when it releases. That's pretty much it. And you'll get the wallpaper pack too. Don't worry. So by funding, by, by pledging $27 or more to the game, you buy the game. So you let me it. give you money to make this game great. Confirmed. And then you just give oh, me dude, the Oh, dude, this game. already got me sold. Hold up. Wait a minute. What is this tier? This tier at 45? Right. If you get 45, you get the digital soundtrack as well. Oh. There you go. I, I found a game that I want to talk about, and it's very sad. Just oh, look at it. Lone Fungus, a mushroom me metroidvania. Yes. Yeah. So... I'm gonna go ahead and explain it. It's it's their take on oh, Metroidvania slash Hollow Knight specifically, and it it it. I'll be honest. I'm sad. It doesn't. It it's probably not gonna hit its goal unless they really get some. Oh gonna, my god! They got 11 god. days to go. They've got twenty thousand. Hey, they've got eleven days to go, and they have they twenty thousand dollars to make. Yeah, like. And here's so that's my two. thing. I think it this. looks two pretty games damn unique. Although the main character is uh, 
needs a little bit more detail. But besides this that, looks good. This looks I've good. Of, I've got I've. Right? I saw this. I was like, why is this not funded? Oh, Everybody this looks cool. This is, I like I'm, this. I'm going to play Hollow And the music is kind of in. Yeah, this music is going in. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is. Oh, they have a freaking. Uh, what is this? Olmec. Oh, I think I can say day. that Hollow Knight is definitively, at this point, my favorite game. Oh, it's really good. You excited for the Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight is great. It is an honest gem. Oh, God. I need a Hollow Knight episode. And just a- <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we'll give, I will jo- can I join you on that? Oh, I'm God. a big fan. I'm, yes, I'm you guys can totally right have a Hollow Knight episode. What, when Silk Song comes out, dude, don't talk to me for a few. If it's during right, like yeah. podcast day, get another person. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> get two guests because we're gonna be missing. <laughs> because, oh man, Hollow Knight, dude, I'm crying. You guys get boys. Two. Hollow Knight is. Oh, I really man. hope this game gets funded. I need a Hollow Knight. So that's two <laughs> unbeatable and lone fungus people. Let me watch this. Let me watch. It really this. does say it is inspired by classics like Hollow Knight, Super Metroid, Castlevania, and Mega Man X. Bro, Mega Man X is on here as one of the things. <laughs> I I thought I was a Mega Man X fan. Amani is a play. Mega Man X fan. <laughs> Freaking love Mega Man. I'm Mega Man like X that. was like Mega Man X was one of the first Mega Man X or Mega Man games I ever played. It wasn't the first. It was, I would say, maybe the 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 third or fourth, right? Mm-hmm. And I have not beaten that game. <laughs> it is kind of hard. That game <laughs> is, man, that game is hard. Okay, I I just want to throw that out there because I know that's like one of the games that as a gamer you played, you beat because that's a classic. Yes. I have not beaten Mega Man X. I do love Mega Man X. But Amani is... Mm. Amani, how big of a Mega Man fan are you? Would you say you're pretty big? I'm pretty big. Mega Man's We've talked about there. it. We've talked you about have your so- let, let, let me hit through, you with something. We've gone quick. through a, a lot of a, the games. Talked about them in the party. As a, yeah, as a small recommendation, yo. If you want to get your heart ripped out, go play the Mega Man Zero series. Just straight up. Just go play Mega Man Zero. Just play all four of those games <laughs> and just die when you get to the end. Just, just die. And I was like, and I don't mean like, oh, like it physically, like you beat, like the game beats you down until you die. No, I mean like, do you want to actually get your emotions hurt <laughs> today? <Yeah>. You <laughs> Go play those games. your mushroom cap and that changes <laughs> your abilities. Lone Fungus needs to be funded. I thought, um, guys, can we, can yeah. we get this? It even has the Super Castlevania map, bro. This is, I'm, yeah. I'm looking through it, bro. Like, and if you if you scroll down and look at the map, it says that's less than fifty percent. So it's big, boy. Very big. It's just like I'll be honest. I can see where it's not quite as appealing as Hollow Knight visually because Hollow Knight yeah. has that like almost like <laughs> painted look, but this has like a retro look. I right. really hope it gets the backing. I just think the mushroom. Right, the, the needs mus- a I think cool. the mushroom, the lone fungus, be happy. as titled, um, the design itself doesn't draw you in as the thing that you will be looking at the most. But mm. the yeah. gameplay itself, the game mechanics, the uh, overall look of the game they knew is, what they is what's really selling yeah. it for me. I, I think that's mm. what the appeal is, and um, 
what they're really trying to use to attract more uh, more what do they call ple- pledges? More more people, more more yeah. patrons, as they call them on Patreon. Uh, more people to uh, fund mm. the game because this does look like a good game, man. The damn it definitely looks hard. This is this is definitely like the game design game. itself looks like they knew what they were doing yeah. when they made this for sure. <laughs> so the uh, I went down to the risks. He says around fifty percent is already around fifty percent of the game. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, in a worst-case scenario where I don't manage to get everything done until the deadline, the game might get delayed or parts could get released as free DLC. I'd like to do free DLC either way, but I have plans on what I want to be included in the base game when it releases. Gotcha. So, even if he doesn't get the funding, I imagine he's still going to go ahead with it. Because if it's already at yeah. around, like, 50%, you yeah. know, that money yeah. right there, that's purely to, like, streamline mm-hmm. it and maybe hire people to help him. So, I don't know. Okay, still, that's cool. It's nice that... Right. We can look up. So that means this game is not dead if all else fails. Okay. True. Good. 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 Right. So we've got unbeatable, which is god tier. This is going to just smash. This is just one tier under. (laughs) One tier under. I don't even know about that. I just think it's a cool little thing. I didn't even make it. Oh yeah, just at the bottom. What is this? Kickstarter's got a lot of cool stuff like this. Led me here, and now I'm happy. There's a couple other ones that are on here as well that I'm like, I'm gonna have to mention at some point. Maybe I'll do it on what? Attack the of the Minisodes. Yes! Attack, Attack of the Minisodes! Now here's the question. Do we do the first episode of Attack of the Minisodes with me, or do we give it to Paul so he could... Or you and Paul, do you and Paul want to run through the first one and talk about Wait, it? Wait, run um, through what? Because a lot of these are a lot of the stuff that we've missed are movies, so you guys for sure would have a lot more to say about oh. movies. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, we we could wait do wait wait. Yeah. So, uh, so are you saying Paul and I do a mini movies on movies? Going through the movies, well, not only the ones that we didn't cover, but if you guys have more that you want to mention, by all means, because you guys are easily. You guys can go on and on about movies. Like, let's be let's be completely honest. Fifty Shades of Grey is a bad movie. <laughs> It'd be easy. Like, no, I'm just... <laughs> I understand what you're saying. It'd be easy, bro. I had like a 15 year old girl buy that today, and her parents were with her, and I wanted so bad to say like, "Where's your parents?" But I didn't because I uh, we'll let it happen. But it is up to Man, you. Uh, what to uh, to do what. To do the one to do a minisode on movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah the, let's do it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a, I'll attack the mini shows on. We just gotta figure out what we're gonna talk about. Hell yeah. It, wait, is it gonna be newer movies or does it? Is it gonna be um? Uh, you want to cover movie. the? If you look, uh, the Bayon deal is you probably want to cover the ones we didn't cover, and anything else you guys want to add on to. Let's talk about old movies. By all means, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, hey, yo, go check this movie out. I We've seen these. These are great. Like, attack. You guys can go on a rant if you want to about movies in there. It's fun. <laughs> gotcha. I'm looking at my collection right now. I'm trying to see if there. I was about oh, to I say. I'm not going to yell about Ron. one of these episodes. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Shut <laughs> up! Hey, I was yes. just about to say. What? I was just we about to say about that's Ron. a movie we could talk Shoot. about if you wanted. Yes. You finally I watched have, it, right? Yes, it's it's in I my new it for you. I made sure. Closet. Yes. <laughs> is it not? But that movie. This podcast is great. Yes. Yes. This podcast is going long yes. enough. 
and Andre, yeah. I know you're getting it's signals. Like right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got it. We're, we're working on four hours, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to call it this time, which I guess, don't expect the format to be this long all the time, but it was a good good stretch of our legs with this yeah. one, just given the proper conversations that it needs. This was a very free form episode. Too. Yeah, we had a lot of just that's yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it's what I which is I I apologize. I too, man, too often I, I start getting in these philosophical tirades and uh, the philosophers no, find nah, talk too much sometimes. Bro, I was thrown off because <laughs> I got sick because I'm a dumbass and I ate fucking <laughs> three four cups of ice cream. And I almost got killed by lightning. <laughs> this all happened. Yo, I just this remember that, dude. <laughs> it's all good, dude. I swear to you, dude, it was like. <laughs> oh. But while Andre is going on his philosophical tyrants, I'm going on my personal rants of like arts and <laughs> Paul's getting struck by lightning. Over Paul's. There. <laughs> yeah, today was, today not was my absolutely day, his day. Today was your day. Or it was. I survived. This day is great. (laughs) We're good. Yes, it was. (laughs) Hung out with my friends. I didn't smoke crack. Today's a good day, dude. We are going to pull this episode to a close. By all means, guys, follow us on the Twitter to see more of what we're talking about. And anything that we've missed on this docket is going on the Twitter anyway. So it's stuff that we just didn't get to. So you guys might want to see it. Right. Once again, it acts like a glossary for us. We talk about a lot of things. Sometimes we just need to throw some stuff out there so you guys can understand. <laughs> but um, follow us on Twitter. Still working on other social media aspects of our stuff. Don't worry. Um, we also hit us up at the Patreon. By all means, support the show if you like it. Give it a shot. Um, but... That'll be it for us today. We will catch you next time on Paper Play Action. Signing off. Great talking to you guys. Have a good one. As always, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.